things theology We chop it up properly Without an apology Gotta give doxology To God hollow Because this is how we do it At all things theology Well grace and peace Grace and peace And welcome back To another episode of All Things Theology You know You really want to start Tuning in right when the show starts Because you never know What you're going to miss uh, By the way the song you heard is going to be a new song I'm dropping right after this show. So you want to stay tuned to that. We go Look, we are doing new things here. It is great to see everyone to here today. Uh, by the way, if you're watching, like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, share it out. Hope this blesses you. If it's your first time here, greetings. Stick around. Come on in. The, the crowd is safe. The waters are fine, right? Go on and introduce yourself if you're new. <laughs> yeah, so... A lot to talk about today. As you guys know, I uh, did a video on Mike Todd last week. That's what we'll be talking about here today. Uh, we'll be talking about cuff to the bad preaching. You guys will see why I name it that here in a second. But I want to start off with some rhetorical questions to get you guys thinking biblically. Get you right. Let's let's warm up our theological brains. Right. Uh, I want to ask a question. How should worship be conducted in the church? Maybe uh, you never thought about that. Another question I want to propose. These are rhetorical questions that I, that, you know, that I just want you to, you don't have to answer aloud, but just, I'll just want you to think about it. Think about it, right? Do we have license to be creative and do what God has not commanded when it comes to worship? Another question. Or to say it another way, just because the word does not permit it, are we free to do it? Things I want you to think about. As we, as you think about that, I want to turn your attention to a text of scripture. If you have, scripture, if you have your Bibles open, you guys know we we've got to get into the text here at All Things Theology. If you have your Bible open, go to Leviticus chapter ten. And I want to talk about a text that I was pondering on this week in light of many people when it comes to. Hold on, let me let me actually let me let me get you out of eye real quick. Many people oftentimes, you know, when I've critiqued Mike Todd of other people that, you know, they'll say things like, well, the Bible doesn't say not to do it. Right. Have you ever heard that critique? So let's get to a text that I think is very practical and related when it comes to our worship in the local church. You may be familiar with this passage, Leviticus chapter 10. If not, we'll, it will introduce you to the text and draw some parallels and uh, discussion you know, from this. So let's go. Leviticus chapter 10. Let's start at verse 1, okay? It says, Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it, right? They're doing like priestly work. And offered, notice this, unauthorized fire before the Lord. Some translations say strange fire, right? This was not a fire that the Lord commanded them to do, right? Which the next phrase says, which he had not commanded them. That is the Lord. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed them and they died before the Lord. I just, just, just notice the, the irony. They, I, they, they authorize unauthorized fire, right? And then the Lord sent down fire from heaven to consume them. Don't you see the uh, 
uh, irony of that. Just very ironic, right? But let's continue reading. Let me get me out of the way here. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord has said. Among those who are near me, I will be sanctified. And before all the people, I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. It's like, wow, Aaron is comforted by Moses' word that his own sons have died. He's like, okay, they sinned, (laughs) right? God will get the glory. God will get the glory. He will not be, uh, um, what's, what's, there's a terminology. He, he will not be mocked when it comes to his worship. Let's continue reading. Moses called, uh, Michelle and Elsaphan, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron and said to them, come near, carry your brothers away from the front of the sanctuary and out of the camp. <laughs> uh, now this is kind of me just, uh, like it's almost as if Moses is saying, carry these unclean men out of here. Right. They're dead. I mean, uh, technically, it would be a defilement to leave them there. Right. So they came near and carried. uh, Them in their coats out of the camp, as Moses had said, and Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar, Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons, do not let the hair of your heads hang loose. Do not tear your clothes lest you die and wrath come upon all the congregation. What is Moses saying? He says, don't even mourn. Don't even mourn their death. <laughs> wow. Unless God's wrath will come upon you. They are here mocking. Right. And how how are they mocking? Because God did not command this worship that they are doing. God didn't say do it this way. A point we will make in a bit. And he says, um, be well the burning that the Lord has killed on. Do not go outside the entrance of the tent of meaning, lest you die, for the anointing of the, oil, the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. Much, much to say here. Much to say here. But a few things I want you to pay attention to is God never said to, to uh, uh, Nadab and Abihu not to do it this way, right? He didn't say that they couldn't. He never forbade, forbid uh, this unauthorized fire. Nowhere in scripture to this point does it say, don't, don't offer up unauthorized fire. So what's the issue? The issue is God gave a way to do it. And we do not have that. I asked the rhetorical question. Do we have license to be created and do what God has not commanded in the context of worship? The answer, I think, after reading this text is an unequivocal no. Uh, Sorry, I'm freezing up here, but um, I'll switch the camera if it keeps doing that. But unequivocal, no, we do not have license to do that. So one of my larger complaints with Mike Todd is he reinvents the wheel. God has commanded how the pastor is to conduct himself. You may say how, how, how? Where does it say how to preach? I'm glad you asked. I'm very glad you asked, right? We'll go to this text as well. Second Timothy chapter four, one through five. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I got to lay the foundation before we get in some of the video. And, and I don't want to be a hypocrite, right? One of my biggest charges with uh, Michael Todd and other preachers is they don't actually preach the text. So I got to uh, you know, not be hypocritical in my message. So 2 Timothy chapter 4, 1 through 5. 
I charge you. I think uh, some some phrases say I solemnly charge you. I like that. I like that terminology. It's this is a a a, a command, not a suggestion. Oh, uh, you know, some churches don't preach the word. Some don't. I command you. This is a high, holy, heavenly command from God. Notice, notice what that says in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom. You want to know why this command is given pastors? Because you'll stand before God and give an account when you die or when he appears. Something to think about. So I charge you, I command you. Preach the word. Entertain them. No, that's not what it says. Preach the word. Theatrics and games. No, preach the word. What is the primary goal of the pastor? It's to preach the word. And and how are we to do this? Well, I, I believe it tells us. Be ready in and out of season. Repuve, reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and teaching. You are to the pastor is to be explaining the word of God, not pointing themselves, not pointing people to themselves with their great analogies and and um, you know their their wonderful uh, etiquette. No, pastor, preach the word with patience and teacher. For for, for notice this for the time is coming. You want to know why you need to preach? It's almost like this is the the. Uh, Explanation for the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine. You, you, you know, you give you give them games, you give them theatrics. That's I mean, OK. But what 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 did they learn about God's word? For the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine, but notice the contrast having itching itching ears. They will accumulate themselves for themselves, teachers to sit their own passions. You guys, I, I, I used to at one point feel bad for people caught up in false teaching till I read this verse. And it's like, wow, this verse is actually saying you want to know why people go and sit in Joel Osteen churches and the in the uh, in the Stephen Furtick churches, because they accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, their own desires. Whew. Wow. How can you feel bad for these people? These people want false doctrine. Verse four, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Guys, we're going to hear a lot of myths today. We're going to hit a lot of mythology. A lot of um, TED talk explaining of things without it being grounded in scripture. Guys, let me say this. Truth that is not grounded in God's word is still dangerous because it's not founded in God. We'll, we'll explain more of that. As for you, pastor, preacher, person, listen to this. Always be sober minded. Be sober minded. We don't need the smoke machines, the fog machines, the lights, the, 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 the skit. Be sober minded. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. And in thus, fulfill your ministry. Guys, much could be said about this. 
much could be uh, talked about uh, when, when, when comes to coming to this. But pastors, you need to preach the word. You know, we need to preach the word. Preach the word. Don't entertain us. That won't sustain us. Preach the word. Preach the word. Careful instruction, not a big production. Preach the word. Preach the word. We don't need theatrics and man-centered tactics. Preach the word. Preach the word. We're on the brink of eternity. Please speak earnestly. Preach the word. Preach the word. It's all about explaining the text. Explain the text, preach the text, live in the text, uh, model the text, give the people the text. You know, a question when we're listening to the sermon, we should be asking this. What does the word say? 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 I appreciate all your analogies, your skits, your theatrics, but the sheep need to hear the great shepherd. The sheep need to be pointed to Christ. I, you don't, I don't want you impressed with me. That's, that's look, I'm, I want to point you to the text. I, I always tell you guys, Hey, don't listen to me. What do I say? Think about it. Think about it. Go to the text. Go to scripture. If what I'm saying is not lining up, hey, if what I'm saying is not lining up, if what I'm saying is not lining up, unfollow me. <laughs> I'm not in this for numbers. Uh, I appreciate you all being here. I, uh, you know, a lot of you, a lot of people say they appreciate uh, the, um, you know, me explaining the text in a, in a helpful way, and hey, I, I appreciate that. But if if I go off, right, <laughs> if I start preaching some crazy mess, hey. Please, please unfollow me, right? Hey, hey, we all need to be held accountable to God's word. And so let's now start addressing Michael Todd. You know, you know, I kind of owe Michael Todd a thank you because Michael Todd, he, he calls me to get in the lab, rechange how I do things, right? You know, he... My, my last video, it got shut down, right? Or the first one, right? I had to, I had to, so a friend came to me, he said, you know what? You should distort the video, add it. So I went back in the lab and guys, we're going to have a little, uh, a little change in how I do the videos today. Uh, so, you know, you owe that to Michael Todd. We want, we want to send out a big thank you, you know? Uh, and so today I got time. I got time today. I, I, I wake up I got time today. You know, I I I got time uh to uh address some of the phony baloney. Uh so Michael Todd, I think this was last week or the week before, correct me if I'm wrong, but he did a sermon called Cuff. Was it Cuff to uh, Cuff to the Cuddle? That's what the sermon's called. <laughs> Cuff to the Cuddle. And you know what? Besides the weird title, 
the sermon actually could have been good because essentially it's talking about sexual immorality, even though he never used that word. He never even used the word sin. We'll get back to that point. Stay tuned. But the sermon's called Cuff to the Cuddle. I believe he had a real opportunity to explain biblically why sexual immorality is wrong. I believe he failed miserably, but that's why I called my uh, video today cuff to the bad preaching. You know, <laughs> maybe I can mimic them on their their titles. Maybe that'll help me. Right. <laughs> By the way, if you're watching this video, make sure to like. Um. <laughs> so I said chill with all the heat. Hey, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. You know. You know, but I was listening to the sermon and, and one of the first questions that came to my mind was, Hey, who man's is this? Oh, who man's is this? Whose man is this? You know, because I couldn't imagine being Mike Todd being my pastor and like having to go for church council. I, I just don't take him serious. I mean, you guys will see why in a second. But guys, if you're ready. This episode isn't brought to you by Waterloo, but I will take a sip right now. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I appreciate you being around. So let's let's get into this, right? We because we we like I said, we've laid a, a foundation for a bit to get into the text or to examine this video, right? I want I told you guys, I wanted you guys to be thinking biblically, but this section. I'm going to call Mike Todd in bed, right? <laughs> Mike Todd in bed. That's not a metaphorical uh, title of this section, but a literally exact title. And, and let me warn you guys, the video is distorted and the video is, is a little trippy, but let's let's actually let's uh, hopefully that doesn't distract you from the main point okay uh so let's let's actually get into this first clip who, 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 whose lap do you climb into when you're frustrated when you're bothered whose lap who where do you lay when you believe the lie about yourself who are you cut Who do you get in bed with? <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I've long criticized the seeker sensitive movement with their theatrics, you know, but Mike Todd isn't the first pastor to get in bed on stage. Right. You had Ed Young. Ed Young beat him because he did it for 24 hours on a roof. But that's another uh, sermon for a. Uh, another another day but i remember one time saying to someone like because they were because i've criticized them for like having snacks on the stage and just trying to have an, an some kind of human analogy for everything he does and i remember saying to them well i hope he never does a sermon on sexual morality and lo and behold literally like a week later he does it i'm like is is mike taught in my comments what what is going on but this is just insane. Insane. Look, look at this man. Look, look, look at somebody's pastor. You know what? If my pastor might be watching, he might tune in today. Uh, if he does, grace and peace, brother. Uh, 
I will let him know if he ever did this, I'm walking out of the church. And if he doesn't publicly apologize for this, I probably will leave. Right. Look, look at somebody's pastor. Whose pastor is this? Right. We'll continue. I'm going to just lay here by myself. I think positive thoughts. Oh, Lord, I'm not bothered, but uh, great is your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for being my safe place in the time of need. Because <laughs> I'm mad and I want somebody to hold me. I want something to make me feel comfortable. Pause. <laughs> well, a lot of y'all got a bunch of pillows. That pillow, you You be making a whole person out of pillows. Just... Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Wait a minute. Who are you? You know, I find that there are a lot of pastors who are dependent upon their analogies. You know, scripture has a lot of analogies. He could have gone to many texts. I think of Proverbs five where uh, sexual morality, right. is is kind of described as a woman. We'll get to, we'll, we'll talk about that text, but the Bible says a lot about sexual immorality. You know what guys, this might shock you, but he never brings one of them up. He never brings one verse on sexual morality, and that's what he's talking about. <laughs> Guys, you want to? Yeah, yeah. I, I, this this calls for Saint. This calls for Saint Westbrook. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? Yeah. Uh, you guys want to know how long it takes for Pastor Mike Todd to um get to Scripture? I, I want to see some guests because. I'm listening to his sermon and I'm like, when is he going to get to scripture? And we're going to go over the, the script, a couple of scripture. He actually does go through, go through and boy, talk about eisegesis, right? Talk about uh, misconstruing what the text is actually saying. But he's so by the time you actually get to scripture, you're like, what does that got to do with your TED talk you just gave? But yeah, guys, I want you to guess how long it takes for him to actually bring up scripture. Yeah, someone says, I see him going into acting. Someone says, 35 minutes. Okay, we got a 35, 35. We got a, we got a 35, 36. <laughs> uh, my guess is never. He actually does get the scripture. I'll be fair to Mike Todd. Yeah, about the act, you know, Mike Todd used to do producing. Um, And a part of me is like, this guy is still in love with the the uh, performance act, right? Said I watched it 43, 43 minutes. So 42 minutes. And I think it was like 15 seconds. So you're real close, <laughs> real close. Yeah. So uh, 42 minutes, guys, it takes for him uh, to get to scripture. Oh, great point here. He treats his congregation like three year olds. Just preach the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of my you know, critique on Michael Todd and a lot of pastors is they they actually uh, preach down to their congregation and assume, um, one, they're dumb two that you could never raise the elevation and the standard make preaching great again. I mean, let me start the campaign, right? <laughs> make preaching great again. Pastor, stop with this mess getting, what does you getting it? Matter of fact, you know what? A lot of his sermon, the first 40, uh, much of it 
could have been given anywhere and they would have laughed and <laughs> that's so it could have been done at a TED talk. Would have no issue. Was it rooted in God's word? Let's keep going. What happens is at some point, this doesn't fulfill you. So this is what we do. We invite people in cuffing season into our beds. And they can be fake. We don't care who we cuddle with. If it makes us comfortable, they can be fake. And they've been fake since we met them. But it don't matter when it's convenient. How you doing? Just, just, you comfy? I just wanna, I, we're not gonna do nothing. I just wanna, yeah, let me, hmm. I feel your heart. What a clown show. Like, what's going on here? And just in case you guys don't know what's going on, let me, <clears throat> let me uh, let you know. <laughs> this is somebody's pastor literally got in bed with a mannequin. Oh, guys, but don't worry. It's going to get way worse. It's going to get worse. Stick around. This is the, this is the, uh, doxile version. And somehow we convinced. I don't know, but <laughs> because of the screen, you guys can thank, um, you guys can thank, uh, dear woke Christian for this video. Cause he, uh, edited it for me as far as doing all this, but <laughs> dear woke Christian, man, the way it looks. At times, he looks like Ratatouille at point, at some points. That's just me. I'm sorry. That's That wasn't necessary, but <laughs> all right. Ourself ...that we can stay at this place of connection and nothing else happen. But the crazy thing is the, the, the person I'm cuddling with, I only got a piece of them. And so I think, like, I know this is not real. I know this is not fully real, so... Let me see if I stay with them long enough, they'll bring out some other pieces of themselves. See, I know her like nobody else. I, mm -mm. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. She's not really giving me all of her yet, but if I make fake commitments, Maybe I can construct something that looks. Where is the reverence? Someone just brought it up. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, where is the reverence in this? Where, 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 where's the, where, where's the honorableness of the pastor in the pulpit? I, I mean, we have so made the pulpit today a place of relatability, right? The pastor just being the charismatic, right? Likeable, funny guy rather than just someone hey the goal of the pastor is to point people to christ get out of the way you are to be a mouthpiece of the lord what in the world does this have to do with anything
This is nothing. This uh, you getting in bed with a, a mannequin, explaining what people do is 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 nothing. No fear of God before their eyes. I mean, Roman. We are literally seeing Romans one. We are literally seeing what the text I read in Second Timothy four through one through five, chapter four for one through five, talking about, where they do not want sound doctrine, but cleverly devise myths. Right. Ugh. And I'm not gonna claim you in front of nobody. Why would you say that? Just make sure you're there when it's time to. (laughs) (laughs) Who's pastor? Who's pa? Yo, if you go to Mike Todd's church, email me. You need help. Um, whose pastor is this? Yes, who? Yes, my wife says the the word is not sufficient enough for these guys, or she's saying the word is sufficient. Yeah, for these guys, it's not sufficient. But for us who believe, man, we just want the Bible. Like, man, sometimes, many times, oftentimes, majority of times, <laughs> uh, I go to church. I'm just like, man, I just wanna, I just wanna see what the pastor has to say about this word. I. I don't want I don't want the games. You know when I was uh yeah, let me switch the another camera angle cuz that one's kind of acting acting wonky on me. Um when I was when I was in a kid, I wanted the entertainment. You know, I I kind of wanted that. But when when I started to grow up, bro like I don't, I don't want the games. I don't want the charades. You know, I don't, I don't need the pizza party to be involved in the Bible study. <laughs> right. Joe, just give me the word. Give me the word, man. Um, so yeah, the next section I've titled this the cookie guys, you ever seen a kid try to talk about mature things, but they're immature they're childish that's what this part reminded me of it reminded me of a kid speaking of grown-up things now sometimes let's be honest there's a lot of um you know children uh, adults who talk about uh, mature things who can't do it because they're just so childish you know they hear a certain word they're <laughs> giggling like how how old are you right um, they read like breasts in the Bible and they're like, <laughs> like, come on, man, we're, we're, we're adults. But this title is called the cookie. And I just want to be honest. Anybody I've laid in this position with. One of two things that have happened. I got convicted to the point where I got out of this situation or I made a connection that would reproduce out of this situation. Oh, I'm talking big talk right now. This is uh, in Transformation Church. This is called Big Talk. <laughs> There's going to clip it. I'm going to play next that kind of cracks you up as well. But this is this is the good. This is the big talk. Guys, this wouldn't make our youth 
children's study talk. <laughs> That's how low level this is. This would make the children's church at my church. Right? Amazing. Because the truth of the matter is, you can't stay, write this down, you can't stay that close to someone without wanting to eventually create something more. Stay with the person like this. And you know me, I'm a big cuddler, so if I'm cuddling with my wife, the right leg has to get over. See, some of y'all too safe for this right now, but you don't have a proper cuddle if there's not a part of your body leaning on them. Mike Todd, nobody cares what you are doing in private with your wife. Keep it in private. Why are you opening people to access they don't need to know? Who, bro, we don't care how you cuddle and fondle your wife. I don't want to hear that from my pastor. I don't want to hear that from another brother. Y'all do that in y'all's time, y'all private time. Preach the Bible. I can't imagine just someone opening up their sex life from the pulpit. Like, wh what? Are, what are we? What are we doing? What? What are, what are we doing? Yeah, this this ain't even milk. This guys it gets worse. Stay in that position for thirty-five minutes, an hour, hour and a half. Do you want to pray afterwards? Or do you want to play afterwards? Y'all gonna be fake. Y'all don't wanna, y'all don't wanna talk. My kids are in here. They already know they've been on TikTok. They already seen, they already know how all of this happens and they've already experienced some of it. And what you're doing isn't convincing them they shouldn't. If I was a kid listening to certain my body, hey, it'll look pretty fun. All you're doing is normalizing it. And giving them now a visual of how it looks like. How, how, how is you getting in bed with a mannequin supposedly keeping them out of it? And guys, because he's, he's okay, okay, let me be fair. Let me be fair. Because obviously he believes it's bad. But you know what? He never roots it in. It's a holy offense to God. He never roots it in. Scripture says we don't do this. He points them back to him. But we'll get into that. But this. I'm just tired of the games from the pulpit, y'all. Like. Pastors, you need to grow up, but we will get to that. We will get to growing up in a bit. Stay tuned. And you won't find out until a decade later because you're living in La La Land, knowing that you have the same blood running through you. And what was you doing at 16? Okay. Sorry, it looks like Ratatouille right there, but sorry, we'll keep going. The Saints is so thick. Do y'all see how tight booty people are right now? Tight bootied. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, because we won't enter. I don't like this kind of preaching anyway, where it's the pastor, like he feels the need to insult his congregation every couple minutes. Oh, y'all, y'all ain't hear me. Oh, Y'all sleep today, huh? No, we just don't. You don't need an applause every two minutes you talk. 
We're not, a, we're not, you're not a child. We're going to get to that. But being tight bootied because I don't like you talking about what's going on in your bed doesn't make someone tight. It just makes you a pervert, 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 perverted. Yeah. <laughs> like who thought this was a good idea? Talk, tell me, point me to that person. Point me to the staff who was the, who had, who had to be the victims of putting this bed together on stage and said, yeah, this is a great idea. Who brought the mannequin on the stage? Who thought this was a good idea? But the truth of the matter is many of the problems that we deal with in the church is fixing consequences that started as a cuddle. Guys, he actually roots the problem with, with cuddling. Guys, it's bigger than that. The problem is your own heart. He never gets to that. <laughs> matter of fact, we're going to see later what he blames it on. <laughs> Someone said, what's worse, gummy bear Christians or tight booty Christians? <laughs> Don't make me choose right now because a lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. <laughs> Please don't, don't bring him up right now. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to get into guys. This, this sermon is just really bad. I encourage you. You know, well, I don't encourage you. I discourage you. But if you want to see for yourself. Listen to this full sermon. It's it it is bad. And the truth of the matter is, all you really want is being selfish, and you're you're really looking for the cookie. So what people really want is the cookie, and now the cookie is code word for guys. Going to use, uh, I'm not. It is cold or look, I'll just come out and say for Mike. This is cold word for a woman's vagina. I'll just look. We're going to use adulterous language without being perverted. Right. It's a woman's body part. He's trying to describe. This is the cookie he's talking about. Remember, I talked about when children talk about uh, adulterous things, but they're too immature to talk about it. It's Mike Todd. This, this is Mike Todd right now. But. Let's keep going because it gets it gets it gets worse, guys, it gets worse. I'm trying to be as PG rated as possible, but we might have to do an uncut version of this. And Boy, I would not want to see that sermon, the uncut of Cuff to the Cuddle. Boy, every time. It can be different mannequins, different cookies. Bragging about how many different types of cookies you've had. Oh, come on, don't play me. Oh, I got the mini chips ahoy. You ain't never heard of mini chips ahoy? What, the double stuffed Oreo? Did you see that double stuffed? Like, okay. The double stuff cookie. Guys. It would be sad if he didn't have a large following. I mean, it would be funny if he didn't have a large following, right? If he wasn't actually believed by people. But this this guy is is equated to giving the wisdom of, of God. Um, this part cracked me up. Check this out. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm just gonna play it all. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is, 
if you keep cuddling with no covenant, somebody's going to live without care. I know nobody preaches about this because they want you to yell and scream, break through. Right. No, no, no one preaches about this stuff. Well, in one sense, you're right. We, we, do, the, we do the mature version and we actually talk about what, what the Bible calls it. Sexual morality. Right. Impurity. We don't need cookies. We don't need snacks. I don't know what's his aversion to using food analogies all the time. We are more than confident to use what scripture says about the issue. Um, but guys, it took a weird turn from the marriage bed to the baby bed. And that's why I'm titling this section, the cradle. Let's get into it. The crazy thing about it is God is calling his church to maturity, to stop cuddling with people and things that are counterfeit. Yet we have chosen to be 48 years old, still dragging around our cradle. You know, this is the place of immaturity. You know, <laughs> he's bringing up things the Bible addresses, sexual morality, immaturity. Hold on, let me let me guys show you what he looks like. Let me let me show you. <laughs> this is this is a uh, baby Mike Todd. <laughs> um, you know, the Bible actually addresses what he talks about immaturity. But I was like, Mike Todd, this it's talking about you, bro. Like it's <laughs> it's talking about you. You are the immature person. Let me show you why. You know, cuz the Bible does give the baby baby analogy when talking about immaturity. But it doesn't point to what Mike Todd's saying. Let me uh Let me uh Bring up the text, guys. You, you guys know I, I I like to go to scripture to prove my point. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let's let's look at the text. Hebrews five eleven. Ask yourself does does this sound like Michael Todd? Uh, it says about this we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Isn't it interesting? You ever met someone so theologically inept? But they're asking about a deep conversation and you're like, bro, I, I have so much work to do before we even get to the subject you're asking about. That's what's going on in the book of Hebrews. You are so biblically illiterate. I have to start back in Genesis one to tell you God created things. Because you don't understand nothing about the Bible. Verse 12, for by for though. By this time, you ought to be teachers. Mike Todd says he's been Christian for decades you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of god you need milk not solid food someone has to force feed you and, and feed you hold the milk up to you give you the gerber because you're not mature enough to even feed yourself you ever met someone like that spiritually they need to be fed all day right for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he's a child. But solid food is for the mature, 
for those who have their powers. Notice this of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Now, the scripture tells us how do we discern evil from good from evil? And that's in his word. This would have been a perfect place for Mike Todd to make his point. But Mike Todd has something better than scripture. And that's his own analogies. Let's continue. I'm frustrated. <clears throat> I need to get cuddled by somebody. I'm not going to forgive. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. No! Sorry. That's what I said. Like a ratatouille right there. Sorry. We'll keep going. Somebody come hold me. Somebody come touch me. Somebody, knowing you have the full capability of getting your big butt out of the crib and handling business. We have been cuffed to the cuddle. And now God's asking us to mature and we're still running to the crater. Mike Todd is cuffed to the bat preaching. You have the full. Uh, yeah, you have the full capability of. Pointing people to the word of God. Well, maybe you don't have the capability I, I, at this point. I question Mike Todd's ability to just preach the Bible. I'm like, Mike Todd, just preach the Bible without the theatrics. I don't think he could, he's, I don't think he's able to. Or definitely not willing. He has to do this craziness. But if you think we're done with the baby analogies, I have another one coming. Oh, funny. Matthew, are you a prophet? Because this is actually one of the texts we're going to go to, but you're going to see how Mike Todd applies it. But we're not done with the baby analogies. I'm calling this section the pacifier. Guys, you want to know something about all my titles? They haven't been metaphorical. So if you're a having your uh, your think about it, your thinking cap on, you probably will say, wait. Is Mike Todd really about to have a pacifier? <laughs> well, stick it to stay tuned. What a pacifier is that? Somebody bring me a pacifier. Ah! Ah! Sex, money, status, status in the church. I'm an elder. I'm a deacon. I'm a prophetess. I'm an apostle. I don't know what's pacifying you, but there are many of us that have been cuffed to something that pacified us in another season, 
That God's saying you too old for that crap now. Yeah. Yeah, you are too old for this. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way he put a pacifier to his mouth. Now, I'm not going to play this section. (laughs) Watch this pick. Because it's pretty rough out here, right? Because he got his mom. Apparently, this is his mom. Right, he called himself out. (laughs) He He got his mom, and I don't know who this guy is. And not only did he drag himself into the buffoonery, but he had others into the buffoonery. And matter of fact, they had to sit there the whole sermon with it in their mouths, he told them. Like I said, we're not going to play that, but. <sighs> I'm speechless, y'all. Hey, who man's is this? Oh, who man's is this? Whose pastor is this? Like I said, man, we we over here, we, we, we trying to preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. You know, we don't need the theatrics. The man Senate tactics. We want scripture, man. We want that Bible. We, we, we don't need these. You know, I, and I know what they'll say. They'll, they'll, they'll call us the theology guys. What is what is uh, Marcus Rogers call us? The theology guys. I'm sick and tired of smart guys. You know, it's, it's, it's maddening. It's maddening if... If it wasn't actually happening. But, guys, remember I said he finally got to some scripture. <laughs> he finally got to some scripture. 42 minutes later, I feel like that. I need that Spongebob meme. Right. 42 minutes later, he gets into his first text. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, you generally sermons. Now, I, I will say this. Mike Todd does preach for a long time. Sorry. Let me. Hold on, hold on a second. Let me. I, I got to do this sound effect with that. Cause I gotta run that back. I I I know I didn't just say Mike Todd preaches for a long time. Run it back. I meant to say Mike Todd talks for a long time, right? Mike Todd talks for a long time. Doesn't you can't call this preaching, right? But he finally gets into a text of scripture. Um, let's, well, uh, yeah, cause I gotta let you know, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna bring up first Corinthians 13. Someone said, are we real Christian? Uh, do y'all speak in tongues? <laughs> I don't have any tongues with me. <laughs> uh, no, I don't speak in tongues. Well, that would be real strange, but let's get into the text. Okay. Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child. I spoke as a child. I understand. Now, this sermon has been nothing but baby talk. And the scripture is very applicable to him. But watch what Mike Todd says. Dude, as a child, I thought as a child, this is the only verse that I really wanted to give you today. Well, to be fair to him, he actually does give a few more verses, but this is the only verse he wanted to give them. So the rest, what we heard, it was just Mike Todd. Just Mike Todd. Cheeseburger says, we need to repent. <laughs> Mike Todd comes out like this. He comes out like this, but we're the ones that need to repent. Blaspheming God's pulpit, but we need to repent for calling that out. All right. Enjoy your cheeseburger. But when I became a man, 
when I grew up, when I realized that God had a huge call on my life, when I realized that the reason God spared me was not to just live any type of way. The reason why God spared me was to bring his name glory. I, everybody say I, I put away childish, I put away my pacifiers. I deconstructed my cradle. I gave up the things and the people that were no longer serving me. Now, nothing of what he actually talked about um, is actually what the text is talking about. It's talking about Christian maturity, uh, but um, we'll, we'll go on because you're about to hear one of the most man-centered. Yeah, someone said, bro, what verse am I? You can read it, my guy. Yeah. One of the most man-centered. Uh, I, I, I'll let you listen. But I want you to hear the key word. I. Hold on a second. I'll dress this one more. I'll dress this person one more time. Y'all arguing like kids. Mike Todd is literally acting like a kid. Look at look look at what I I pause on. My man's got pacifiers around his gold chain, but we're acting like kids. <laughs> we're arguing like kids. My goodness, you can't make this stuff up. This is a decision of maturity. Write this down. God will not put away what we keep picking up. God won't put away what we keep picking up. Okay. He's not putting away childish things. You have to. He's not going to cut Instagram off so you stop DMing those people. You're going to have to shut it down. You're going to have to block them. You're going to have to mute them. You may have to move because they're in the same apartment complex. And it's just going to be, they see every time you come home. Little stalkerish, but yes. And you end up in their bed cuddling because it's convenient. You may have to move. You're going to have to do something that cuts off the connection to the counterfeit. And stop praying for God to do it. Because you're going to have to put your toys away. You know, that last part was the most concerning stop praying for god to do it now obviously there is responsibility that we have as christians but stop praying this was pull yourself by your own bootstraps christianity that mike todd is talking about which i absolutely reject we are totally dependent upon god in our justification in our sanctification yes we act we have responsibility, but we're dependent upon God. This is what uh, anthropo. This is what anthropocentric Christianity gets you. It's totally dependent upon you to stay safe, to rid your sin. All, all, all of it is dependent upon you. He said, "Don't pray to God. God's not going to do it." I'm thankful there are times when God has taken something out of my life that I was dependent upon. And, and if you've been a Christian for any length of time, you probably know, have experienced that as well. But we're not done. We're not done. Because, yeah, yeah, 
Mary, you've been you've been nailing it on the head all day with this comment. Um, I forget where I first heard that term, but moralistic therapeutic deism. God is your cosmic cheerleader in the sky rooting you on. You can do it. You got it. That is Mike Todd's version of God. He's just a big cosmic cheerleader. He's your yeah moral thera- therapeutic deism. It just make just there to make you feel better, right? Just to have you a better life. But we're going to kind of get into some um, more scripture. Um, yeah, let's 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 just listen to it. I started to think, what is the prime example, and I can't even go into it fully, of somebody who was cuffed to the cuddle and they went back because it was pacifying them. Now, cuffed to the cuddle, if um, I recall correctly, was supposed to be a sermon on sexual immorality, right? Just just make sure we've, we've been listening correctly, right? He's talking about, you know, doing wifey things with people that aren't wifey, Right? Uh, maybe you guys can shed some light maybe i missed something because the example he's going to use actually doesn't fit the analogy he's been talking about see this is what people do a lot of times you got to pay attention to preaching like this where they'll give a whole sermon analogy and then they'll read a scripture verse as if that scripture verse has been saying the same thing they've been saying the whole sermon he already struck out with 1 Corinthians 13. It didn't say what you've been saying this whole sermon. Right? But notice this analogy now being read into the text as if Samson was doing this. I could think of with Samson. And, and oh, by the way, let me say something about Samson. Samson did sin. Absolutely. His sin was God told him not to marry this woman. Why? Because she was of the unclean nation, uh, a pagan woman, right? Yeah, that's why he wasn't to marry her. But Samson laid his head in the lap of a woman that wanted to kill him over and over and over again because he was cuffed to the cuddle. There was something about laying in Delilah's lap that made him feel like something. Now, I don't know about you, but if somebody tries to kill me once, like, I, I mean, one time's enough. This woman attempted to kill him several, let me just read you Judges 16, 19, because y'all got to read the whole thing. But it says, Delilah, watch this, lulled Samson to sleep with his head in her lap. She cuddled with him, counterfeit connection, no covenant. And then she called in a man to shave off the seven locks. He says they had no covenant. They did. They were married. This his whole analogy was is dependent upon them not being married. Like I said, there's no need to pay the rest. But it's he's trying to read his he's trying to read his analogy into the story. Now Samson did sin, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of getting a little squeamish. I don't know if it's the filter or the preaching. Samson sin, absolutely. But if he could, if he would have just preached the text and tried to focus on that, he probably could have been a good. It would have been a good sermon still. But of, of course, 
of course. But notice, let's listen to the prophetic warning. Right. He's going to give a prophetic warning. And we know his version of prophecy is that which is found outside of scripture. What I'm saying to you is like, I just feel prophetically there is, there is this is a warning. I, that's the urgency I'm speaking this message with. That God's saying what you're cuddling with has the capability to kill you. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, what he said was not wrong. But again, the main issue I've been making is it's not rooted in God's word. He's, he's not pointing people to scripture for the proof of it. He could have read Proverbs 5. Her feet go down to death, right? Um, Proverbs 5 is a great um, sermon, a great passage on um, the forbidden woman. And obviously it could apply to the to the man as well. Yeah, yeah, Samuel. Yeah, make preaching great again. <laughs> um, there's so much in Proverbs 5 that could apply. That if he would just read the text. I mean, let's let's even go through some of this, right? It's a father speaking to a son about listening to his father. Because he talks about in verse three, the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey and her, uh, her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two edged sword. So though it seems good. It's dangerous. Her feet go down to death. As I read her, her steps follow the path of shale. She does not ponder the, the path of life. Her ways wonder and she does not know it. She's a fool, scripture says. I mean, so much in uh, chapter f Proverbs chapter 5 he could have read, but no. He's got something better. Better, right? But I'm titling this section, The Crutch. I, I, I'm not very creative. So the titles of today's message are very literal. They are very, uh, they are non-symbolic. So if you think of a crutch, what do you think of? Hopefully a literal crutch. <laughs> Hopefully you're catching the little connections I'm giving. So let's check it out. I had to be very compassionate to Samson and ask like, why did he keep going back to Delilah? So question, why did he keep going back to Delilah? Well, probably cause she, it was his wife. I mean, let's, let's get that out of the window, but let's try to go with his his argument, right? He's saying that she was, uh, <laughs> he's saying that, right? This was not his wife. It seemed that's his argument that he was not to be, uh, with her in a sexual way. Okay. Let's, let's even, let's grant this. He's asking the question and I want you to answer it. Hey, I want you to answer the question. Think about it, right? Why do people go? Let's make it broader than Samson. Why do they go the way of sin? Let's hear his answer. It's because Delilah was. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back. Let's hear why Samson was in sin, even according to Mike Todd. Very compassionate to Samson, and asked like, why did he keep going back to Delilah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew, he reads his Bible. 
the lust of the flesh. That's right. Let me, let, let me actually answer the question. I, you know, I'm telling you guys to answer it. What does James say? But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's fully grown, brings death. Scripture says it's because of your own desires. Why do you sin? You desire it. You don't have to blame nobody else. You're the problem. It's because Delilah was not just his cuddle buddy. There was something he didn't get in the cradle from his parents. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Did y'all hear his answer of why, even according to him, Samson sinned? Mike Todd says it's because he didn't get something as a baby in the cradle from his parents. My goodness, man, you are so far off of what scripture teaches. <laughs> so far off. From what scripture teaches, it's not even funny. The problem with your sin ain't because of your parents. The scripture never scripture never even says if they were a good or bad parent. So it's like one, you're reading it through the text there. It says nothing about their lack. Where are you getting this from, Mike Todd? Remember what I said about Second uh, Timothy? About people? Pastors will follow cleverly devised myth. It's a myth. It's a, it's a myth. Uh, not rooted in scripture. My goodness, man. So when he got older, he needed Delilah to be his. Watch this. Cuddle buddy. <laughs> Crutch. So most of the relationships you're in, they're a crutch. Something that Delilah gave him made him feel like he could keep going. And I'm asking everybody who's listening to me, especially those who are relying on a person other than God to be your crutch. Why are you still cuddling with your crutch? My goodness, what what is going on up here? <laughs> Whose pastor is this? Look at this guy. Look, what are you doing up there with crutches? You, you know, there is a parallel because Mike Todd's crutch is not the word of God. It's his props. Very sad. <laughs> yeah yeah Joel it's fitting it's fitting because uh if if you're not sick from the uh video you will be sick from the preaching <laughs> yeah man he's got a prop for everything just use the bible as your prop my goodness like yeah let's keep going so yeah but that means you're gonna have to mature first corinthians 14 20 brothers and sisters stop thinking like children I'm thinking the same thing, Mike Todd. So this is the third verse. He gets he he ultimately reads four verses. We're not gonna look at the the fourth one because it was just in passing so quick. Um, but yeah, be mature, 
Don't be immature in your thinking. I couldn't have said it any better. In regard to evil, be infants. Like, stop being in the cradle when it comes to... No, Mike Todd, that's not what it's saying. <laughs> you, you don't need the cradle. Stop pointing to your... See, he can't, he can't get rid of his analogy even he, when he reads the Bible. Yeah. No mention of God or Jesus. The motivation for not... Well, hopefully I was... Because, you know, he never calls it sin. He never calls this sin. It's just bad. You know? Um, The motivation is never, man, we should be pleasing God. We should honor Christ. We should imitate him. We should live as holy because he is holy. That was never the motivation. The motivation was you. your evil thoughts and your evil actions and keeping grudges and stuff like that. But in your thinking, this is the Bible. Be adults. Yeah, yeah, be an adult. Grow up. Yeah, yeah, grow up. Grow up, Mike Todd. This, this is childish what you've done today. Well, last week. This is childish preaching. For us to be able to mature... It's going to start in our thinking first. I just want to see a church who's not blaming everybody else for what's wrong with the church, but looks, how am I a part of the solution in what God is trying to do in this church and in this city? Like, I want to, but that takes adulting. And the truth of the matter is we'd rather blame somebody else than actually let God use us. We would rather blame somebody else. This man literally just said the reason Samson was in sin was because his parents. This guy literally, literally contradicted himself. You just said the reason why. Oh, my goodness. Some people won't catch it. Some people won't get it. Um, one more, one more video, at least uh, one more. There's something you can do practically today. Guys, you want to hear? Uh, sister's encouraging me to read some scripture. I, I got you, sis. How can we not be cuffed to the cuddle? Let's use this language. How can we be? No, let's use biblical language. How can we not be slaves to sin? How's that for you, Mike Todd? That's called adulting, right? Being men, being mature. How can we not be slaves to sin? How can we? Pursue righteousness instead. Well, the Bible gives us the answer. It's, a, it's amazing. The Bible gives us the answer. Notice what it says. 2 Peter 1, 5 through 10. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge. Knowledge with self-control. Self-control with steadfastness. Steadfastness uh, with godliness. I mean, the Bible just be giving bars, man. Right? And godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. Listen to this. For if these qualities are yours, right? If you have these qualities and are increasing, they don't stay stagnant. You're going one direction, one way or not. They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind. Mm, that's. That's descriptive of what we're seeing today. A blind man leading the blind. 
have forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fail. How do you keep from going to sin? Practice righteousness. <laughs> put on righteousness, as the Bible tells us. Put off the flesh. Put on righteousness. Let's hear his answer on how you stay away from sin. That will start the process. That will break the chain so you can reach your purpose. You can uncuff from the cuddle. You can uncuff from the cradle. You can get out of the pacifier. You can reach purpose. I think about what God said in Matthew chapter six. These are simple practices. Prayer. Fasting. Giving. Prayer, fasting, and giving. You know what? This whole sermon was to get you, and he even admits this. I'm not sure if I added it to it. He gets, it's it's to get you to give. What a manipulator. What a conniver. What a charlatan. Now, I'm with you on prayer and fasting. Absolutely. Pray to God. But, but, but didn't he just say early in the sermon, don't pray to God because he's not going to get you out of it? Now his, his point is pray to God to get you out of the sin you just said he's not going to get you out of? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Ooh. Why you always lying? What's going on? But yes, he says the solution, one of the solutions is giving money. Giving money. Matthew 6 never says, hey, disciples, y'all want to get out of sin? Stop sinning? Give some bread. That sounds like something Judas would have said. You know, the guy keeping the money, uh, stealing from them. Yeah, that's that's probably something he would have said. Scripture never indicates that giving money will stop you from sinning. But you know who do say that? Charlatans. People in love with money. That's what the Bible says. The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, don't pray earlier. Now he's saying prayer is one of the means of how you get out of sin. I, I, I don't know about you. I, 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 I be listening to sermons. I hope you, I hope. Right, 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 right. right Romel. He has a nerve to say we give, we give to give and never to get. <laughs> you telling him how to get something. Sorry. That's right, man. Matthew's on it, man. Matthew is on it, man. In their greed, false teachers will exploit you. Yeah, <laughs> going to get that crazy faith offering. That's right. That's what he wants. And then he has the nerve to, tr to try and twist Matthew six. Let me let me let me see something. To try and twist Matthew six to make it say what it doesn't. Notice, um, yeah, let's let's look at this because the only time get, giving is mentioned is here. It says when you give to the needy, do not say, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, 
and your father who sees in secret will reward you. That's it. Where, where does this say if you give, it'll stop the sin nature of man? It'll keep you from sin. It doesn't. He's reading into the text, just like he reads into the text, his analogies. Literally, the thing that has changed my heart more than anything is these three practices. Probably more of the last one than anything. I I, I bet you. I bet you it has. Money won't change your heart. Prayer will. Absolutely. Money won't change your heart. Money oftentimes reveal your heart. They don't, they don't change your heart. People compromise long before they get money. People are good stewards long before they get money. How did I get out of people's beds? How did I uncuff from the perversion and the things that had me going to things that couldn't fulfill me? Money? These three things. So he escaped sexual immorality because of prayer fasting. I'm willing to grant that. But money? Prayer, fasting, and giving. I was like, that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm burning when I'm burning in the middle of the night. It don't. The 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 uh the giving doesn't get to the heart issue. That's why, like I said, this sermon's all to get you to give. Yes, it does. Because what it does is give God access to your heart. So, oh my goodness. So, so if we pray fast and give, now God has access to our hearts. The ruler of the universe don't have access to my heart unless I do these three things. So much for sovereign king, creator of all. My goodness. What, what, where, where is he getting that? Yeah, yeah. What about flee the youthful lust? Give the money and it'll get it'll go away. That's not what it says. Flee youthful. Yeah, Mike. Where does scripture say God has access to our heart if we pray fast and give money? Scripture never says that. You know why God has access to your heart? Even the sinner's heart? Guess what? You know what the Bible says to the king? He turns it wherever he wishes. He has access to your heart. You know why? Because he's your creator. He doesn't need permission. God does not need Mike Todd's permission or anyone for that matter to do as thou will with his creatures. If God can turn the king's heart, as the proverb says. And notice that the king isn't praying, fasting, nor giving money for God to do that. then God can do it with the peasants, the great and the small alike. God doesn't need your permission. Who are you, old man, to say to God, you'll give him access? Who are you, old man, to say to the one who has created you, he needs access? God doesn't need anything from you. This is turning God into such a weak, small God. You now, that's one thing to listen to when you're, you're listening to preachers. How do they describe God? 
Is he the grand, magnificent God of scripture? Or is he a God so dependent upon man that you can't even tell the difference between God and man? They're so close together. That's what this does. It turns God into a needy man. And we should not tolerate it. Nothing has matured me more than those three practices. Prayer, fasting, giving. Nothing's matured no more. Right? Nothing's mature. Not not repentance. Not meditation on Jesus' attributes. Not uh, justification. Uh, not the holiness of God. N- not, nothing more than, you know, prayer fasting and giving money. It teaches you how to love. It teaches you how to obey teaches you who your source is. It's time for the church. Grow up. Indeed it is. It is time for the church to grow up. But not according to Mike Todd's standard. Absolutely not. According to the word of God. Let us do away with preachers who pastors who distract us from what God has said let us go to the scriptures let us go to men who will boldly proclaim to us what God says I'm reminded of Steve Lawson when he was discussing the interview with uh, Joel Osteen right Joel Osteen's this you know um you know giving the interview with what with Howard Stern I believe and do, do Muslims go to heaven? I don't know. Right. In the squeamish Joel Osteen voice. I don't know. And Steve Lawson says, give us some men who know the truth, who will stand upon the hilltops and the rooftops and declare us the word of God. That is what we need. Men who will stand upon God's word and proclaim, thus saith the Lord. What does the word say? Right. Don't need any antics. Don't need charades. If I have God's word. If I have scripture. Then God is satisfied with me preaching that. More than the man who has millions of people who can pack out a stadium. And all they did was a TED talk. But I do want to demonstrate something. I do want to demonstrate because Mike Todd has changed quite a bit in the last, I would say, five years. Um, not not just physically, right? He's slendered down, got a little more uh, toned, <laughs> hairstyle change, right? Not just talking about that, which that's fine, by the way. I'm not mocking that. Um, he's changed theologically because... It's funny, I was just on YouTube and I saw this short come up and I was like, no way did he say this. And this was from I don't I don't I don't know how old this is, but you can tell it's in the not in the last few years. Um But But listen to this guys. I just want you to see a difference versus the Mike Todd of today versus the past. You want God to speak? 
in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. You want to find out how to do your business? Ask God in His Word. You want to figure out how to have a successful marriage? Ask God in His Word. And so what happens so many times is we need God to speak, and He's already spoken, so we go to Him in prayer, and He doesn't say nothing. Because the one thing about a good father is when they speak, they stop speaking. One thing about my daughter that she's learning right now is when daddy says something, that's what I meant, and I, that's what I'm going to do, and I need you to listen the first time. And so people want an audible voice. They want a spirit move. They want something, and God's already spoken in his word. I dare you start the questions that you have in your heart and in your life to just begin to search the scriptures and see if God hadn't already spoken. Not bad, right? Not bad. Notice what he was doing, pointing people to the scriptures. Not bad at all. You know, I'd rephrase some things a little different, but not bad at all. Points to John 1, rooted in God's word. Stark contrast from the man we saw in the bed versus that sermon. Now, I would like to listen to it all, but a very stark contrast, right? Very sad, very, very sad indeed. Cheeseburger is saying we are lost and don't know it because we're standing on God's word. Well, I don't listen to blind man telling me I'm lost. I don't, I don't trust a blind man to tell me I'm lost. I mean... They're blind. Who are they to say who's lost or not? We're standing on God's word. If that makes me lost, then you've received your condemnation. Hope you guys enjoy this. Guys, right after this video, right after this video. You know what? I might drop it at four. I'm going to be dropping a song. I'm going to be dropping a song. It's called Evil. Funny enough. Uh, grace and peace uh willie doc thank you for your super chat saw the thumbnail was like oh no not again oh yeah oh yeah again and again and it, you know yo yo this is my brother y'all <laughs> keep pushing bro god bless god bless yeah gonna be dropping a song uh it's called evil like i said if you were here for the intro you heard it but i'm gonna edit it out once this uh video is done and then we're going to uh, drop it at four. So check out the the video for that. Uh, like it, share it, man. Let's get it going. Subscri Matter of fact, hold on a second. Stand by one moment. One, one moment because I don't do this enough. Uh, I rarely do it. Um, but let's see, let's see. All right, so I'm going to drop something in the link. And it's my Spotis Artify page. And if y'all could for me, I'll pin it, pin it as a message. Subscribe to that if you have not. Uh, if you if you listen to uh, uh, Spotify, if you're not a fan, sorry. Go to Apple then. <laughs> uh, going to be, uh, you know, dropping some music. Man, man cheeseburger, man. Cheeseburger is just... Just constantly complaining, man. Isn't it weird? 
the, that cheeseburgers telling us we should just love and get along, <laughs> but then we're being called old and grumpy. <laughs> Why don't you just get along with us? Set the model. You, don't be a hypocrite. See, because I don't believe we should get along with everybody. I believe division is good sometimes, right? You don't. So you, how about you not be uh, hypocritical? Uh, oh, uh, Erica says off topic. I seen an older video of a discussion you had with a man who was implying Paul was a liar. Well, I know what you're talking about. He wasn't implying. He said clearly Paul was a liar. But uh, I get your point. Have you ever did a video explaining how Paul wasn't? This threw me for a loop. Well, I think um, the video itself explains that. And so, but yeah, Alexis from Texas says, will it be on YouTube music? Yeah, it'll be on YouTube music. I'll post it on this page. So if you're watching now, obviously, you know, subscribe. I'll drop it in probably about 30 minutes. And um, so, yeah, please uh, feel free to uh, like the video, man. Like I said, I'm going to be dropping some, uh, new, uh, videos. I'm playing, I want to, man, I want to shoot music videos and do, I got some plans for all that. So that's why you got to stick around from all things theology, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll let cheeseburger, uh, y'all ignore the cheeseburger. <laughs> we prefer steaks anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, so going to be dropping new music videos. Got Man, I got music I'm working on. Got obviously videos. We're going to be cranking out videos. Uh, all that. Um, man, got a lot of plans. Oh, yes. Going to be doing a end of the year video. Uh, end, of the, end of the year review. Kind of just discussing the progress of this channel. The direction of this channel. Things like that. Um, some of my favorite clips and videos. If you, it, It'll be a good recap in time. Maybe if, if you're new here to the channel, you can see some of the things you missed. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a crazy year on this channel. So I, I, I recognize a lot of the people in the chat, uh, witnessing a lot of this. And so, um, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be very interesting. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Just hanging out with people, taking questions, uh, or yeah, taking questions, answering some of the things you you like. Uh, yeah, like this video. Yeah, yeah, like the video. Um, and so it'll be it'll be <laughs> it'll be a good time. Oh, oh yeah, my wife says with a special guest. Maybe my yeah, maybe my wife will join me. <laughs> and so y'all could maybe ask her some questions. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. I I wish I I wish I would have like already prepared some of the videos, so I could just give y'all a uh, bring cheeseburger on. Yeah, cheeseburger not gonna come on. They're they're more than willing to come on if they if they want to, you know. But we we know how cheeseburgers are. Uh, sometimes upset your stomach a little. I, I like lately I haven't been able to eat cheeseburgers for some reason. Um, getting older, man. Um, you know I'm old and grumpy now, so <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the plan. Probably in two weeks, we're going to do that video. Um, we're just going to take questions, kind of hang out with you guys. <laughs> so I said cheeseburger ain't cooked all the way. <laughs> that's that government cheese or something, man. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have a good time. Just hang out. Um, maybe people can come on and just, you know, ask a question for a little bit and vice versa. 
cheeseburgers that did all that and said, it's okay. Love y'all. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. But yeah, uh, cheeseburger, would you like to come on to the podcast? I, I, I could send you a link and, you know, we can discuss how do you like your burger cook? You know, I, I like medium. I like medium. Hold on. How about this? Real quickly. Real quickly. There's always one. There's always one every show. Uh, have you ever thought about Zoom conversations? Okay. So with that being said, I do have uh, next month. I haven't even let my, my, my YouTube members and Patreons know. I am going to have a Zoom conversation with, I, I kind of reserve that for uh, people who uh, uh, in the Patreon or Utah YouTube members uh, group. Guys, it's, it's not much to support. I think people have signed up for two bucks. And I kind of let them get all access to everything anyway. Uh, so if you would like to participate in some of those Zoom conversations, become a YouTube member, Patreon, etc. Um, again, uh, it's very minimal fee, but I do allow people who, uh, do that. They get uh, to see content early and they also get to have conversations like this. I need, I need to do them more, but I am planning on doing one next month. So if you would like to do that, hit the description, you know, become a member uh, on YouTube or Patreon. And so either way, I would greatly appreciate it. Again, no pressure though. No pressure, but hold on. Let me, let me get something for a cheeseburger, you know, because I, I, I like burgers, you know, I, I, I do like burgers. I'm a burger man. I do prefer steaks though. Okay. <laughs> I like to respond to that. Uh, I appreciate you, Joseph. Joseph's my man. By the way, y'all, y'all subscribe to Joseph Jackson. Joseph Jackson is my man. We, we had a conversation with the atheist. Uh, I'm going to be uploading that a three hour conversation guys. And it could have went way longer, uh, with an atheist. I'm going to be uploading that on my channel soon. And so you guys, I do want to provide more context for like apologetics. Um, you know, so hopefully it'll be helpful. Hopefully you'll find it edification, edifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Get those likes up y'all. Get those likes up. That's right. More, more, more likes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I appreciate y'all. Man, I, I have, I have, uh, I have a, uh, one of the best audiences, you know, I, I will say that. I will say that. I appreciate you guys. Hey, cheeseburger, man. Are you coming or not, man? Cheese don't want to cam up the camp. Camp Cheese don't want to cam up or something. Yeah, y'all know how I I be having people <laughs> who who talk a big game, and then when it's time to come on, they they you know the technology don't work in, you know they say they say things like a lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. You know, I, I, I they be having me here waiting like this. You know, I I I just be waiting, y'all. I just want a conversation with Cheeseburger. You know? <laughs> I want to ask them, who sent you? They'd be like, God did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> Cheeseburger, there is a link. If you would like to have a conversation, and by the way, you will be treated with respect. You will be uh, treated with dignity. 
as long as you can reciprocate the process, we can have an edifying conversation. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, what do you mean by that? Yeah, we can have a combo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 that's all I want, man. I just want to have a combo. That's it. But he got up here or she might be a female cheeseburger. I ain't trying to assume meat patties, but they got up up here waiting like. Hey, y'all get them likes up because. Dear what Chris said, if I get 115 likes, you send me a case of Waterloo. And y'all know this is the state sponsored. Drink of Texas. My wife said, let's go on a walk. <laughs> All right, we'll go on a walk. Cheeseburger is flame broiled. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? I want to know where the cheeseburger is from. Is it, is it Wendy's? Is it, it's Because it depends what what who made the cheeseburger. You know, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to assume nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the burger references, man. Hey, drop a burger in the chat right now, man. Drop a burger in the chat, you know. Cheeseburger is cuffed to the keyboard. <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. See, man, I literally have the best group, the best subscribers, man. Like, hands down. Hands down. Look, my wife says she wants to go to it. She wants in and out <laughs> in and out got good burgers. I'm, but I don't like the, I don't like the cheeseburger from in and out though. Yeah. Drop them flame broils in the chat. Hold on a second. Where did cheeseburger go? Say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Where did he go? Now he got a sad, you know? Ernie said he needs some more, uh, some Brian T. Hey man, send me videos. Like a lot of my content comes from people sending me stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah, the water burger, man. You must be from Texas. Absolutely, I'm. I'm a Texas guy, so. You know, he got us waiting. You know, just. You know, he. He didn't have to do us like that. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way he 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 was big man until people started asking him, come on. Have I been to Torchy Tacos for breakfast? I have not. I will have to try that. I will have to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, hey, guess what? Everybody get a cheeseburger today. Everybody get a cheeseburger. Ah, Houston, gotcha, gotcha. See, I, I knew once you said Waterburger, I knew you was from Texas. I knew you was from Texas, so <laughs> likewise. So, grace and peace. Uh, yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff planned. I like I said, for those who are, I don't know, Susie, if you were hearing what I said, it. I'm going to be uh doing a YouTube uh and Patreon members only video next week. So sign up, sign up. Like I said, 
two bucks, three bucks. It, it don't matter, man. I appreciate the support matter. But mainly I appreciate you guys watching the video because that that is if you don't if you're not in a position to do that, that is perfectly fine. I understand we're in deflated. We're in we're in the build back better time. So I understand if if you're not able to. But I would appreciate if you would. uh Still more Marcus Rogers come, uh, content coming. I'll, I'll, I'll mess around with Marcus Rogers every now and then, you know, but. I haven't, I haven't, someone hasn't sent me something where I thought it would be good to do, but, um, yeah, uh, next month I'm going to be doing a YouTube Patreon member only. So if you want to sign up for that, uh, please do again, going to be dropping a video at four o'clock. If you could do one thing, if you could do one thing for me, hold on, hold on. I, I have a uh, special, before we get to this man, before we get to him, before we get to this gentleman, if you could do one thing at four when I drop the video, if you could, if you could just like it and if you could share it for me and leave a comment, I would, if you give me that three piece special, as my man here says, what's going on? Look, what's up, man? Look at what's this, happening? I, I'm getting blessed by the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But what's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm enjoying myself this fine evening. I love it. Man, I got the I best chat, it. man. I got the best chat, man. I got to say that. We share a lot of mutual uh, subscribers, so that's why I can say that. Oh, most certainly. Most certainly. Yeah. Lisa says, where's the Patreon link? Uh, check the description, my friend. Am I on this piece? Am I tripping? Yeah, yeah. What you got for me today? I am. First of all, I didn't realize how trippy that video was. <laughs> that video was crazy. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to... Uh, uh, do something different because the wavy i'm not gonna lie i got a little sick that wavy was wild I'm i got sorry. a little sick yeah <laughs> hey by the way guys my wife just dropped the patreon i'm gonna leave it right there for y'all to uh, look at but yeah i got i got a little sick <laughs> someone some wait a second someone just said who is this this is oh, what this is dear woke christian if you're not subscribed to dear woke christian go oh, matter of fact go and introduce yourself hey how rude of me Oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. So, hey, I'm Jason from Dear Woke Christian. And, you know, my podcast is geared toward those persons that profess to be woke or embrace critical race theory. And so uh, K-Dub and I are, are friends, of course, offline as well as brothers online. We've done quite a few projects together. Yes, right. And I just thought, hey, I was running in real quick and getting ready to go to a Christmas party with my kids. So I said, while they're getting ready, I'm going to jump on and cause a little chaos. Hey, so here, here I'm we are. Here, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, and like man. I said, man, if we get them likes up, man, I'm sending you a case of the Lou, man. That's right. Get those likes get it, up. Get it to 200. I'm flying out to Texas again. Hey, pe people don't know, man. I made a little jingle. I'm still waiting. Oh, for, yeah, that's right. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Waterloo to get me out as that spokesperson. Yeah. You, you know, hey, I, I will say this, though, Jason. I, I'm very uh, self-aware. And my content is too much for waterloo so <laughs> waterloo will never Man, sponsor me <laughs> bruh if if alta can uh can uh yeah, bow the yeah. knee then clearly waterloo can accept you come bro. on I'm please sorry. that's come on man. i'm not gonna alta beg that. i'm not gonna beg but i would really appreciate if waterloo took me on as their spokesperson come on i think the world needs it i, I Look, agree you know how many people have bought waterloo because of me i know kiana does there's quite a few people in the chat that like it. Wait a second. Cheeseburger is still in the chat in saying the chat, we're hateful. Y'all are hateful. Oh no. But now, hold on, wait a second. Let me let me hateful. let me address this. If I was oh, yeah. hold on, wait a second. If I was 
if I was hateful, would I have invited someone who's been insulting me nearly the whole show? I mean, but really? I'll, I'll give them half. I'll give them later half of the show. I put them in a timeout earlier. Yeah, you know. But but you know what? I'm pretty mellow when it comes. You know, and I, I I invited have a conversation. I wouldn't have done that if I was so mean. No. You know, I, I, cheeseburger. I'll even cheeseburger. I'll gladly. Hey, I will gladly tap out. Allow cheeseburger to come in, talk, share the wisdom and insight that they have. There's a link right there. Uh, I'm just here so we can get you up to 115 subs. I mean like so i can go ahead and send you that case yeah that's what i'm trying to do that's it I'm speaking of subs speaking of subs i am nearing Dude, 15k I, it looks uh, it looks like guys it looks like i'm going to hit 15k now people now people may think that as boastful but it's it's genuinely not now you know last year i had like under 5k right I remember and that. i set yes, my yes, goal yes. as 10k i was like look if i double that would be crazy Absolutely. I hit fit. I'm about yeah. I'm about yeah. to hit 15k. That's crazy. That is insane. And I think let's keep in mind. Let's keep in mind. Yes, we're we're celebrating it. We're making much about it because ultimately the Lord is growing your channel and your influence and in what you're doing. You've done a fantastic job, Chris, of promoting Christ, making much of Him, sharing. And I mean, this video right here. Granted, I was the one that destroyed the video and turned it upside down. Y'all can thank dear old Christian for this. <laughs> hey, anybody who had a, a seizure, I apologize. <laughs> but we had to make sure it didn't get taken down again. It worked. However, but you do, but you did a great job, man, of talking about what is the qualification of a pastor and what right. pastors are supposed to do. And I mean, Mike Todd is such a great example of somebody that leans so heavy on his props, so heavily on his analogies that they don't that the scriptures no longer make sense <laughs> whereas yeah. the scriptures should make more sense and analogies fall short he's done right. the complete opposite yeah. so i do think that we've and you, we talked about it earlier today and we we were texting about it about how close you're getting to fifteen thousand. i think it's, it is a testament to what you're producing and putting out chris wow. i want to just acknowledge you and, and I mean, we did the uh, the Jason X that's right skit earlier this year, and and the such like that. I want to say, man, you've done a fantastic job, so man. And, I, and and let me just say this because I uh, I've met some some great content creators along the way. We've kind of form formulated our own content creator coalition. I like that content creator coalition. That's what we're calling I, it. I said community. I'll take coalition. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I love it. And and there's an accountability there. So a lot of people don't see see that right they don't see our accountability they don't see we're man we're keeping each other update on videos we're making and and kind of like bouncing ideas off each other um we're talking theology you know we're we're cracking jokes having fun um we gotta we have to do that mashup man by the way if if people don't know i'll let them know a little secret i'll would it be okay if i let them know who's in it or should i keep that the secret no no you're good okay i have no problem with it so dear woke christian brother rick caldwell and sister april Chapman. Along with yep. it's, it's it's the four of us, and we have our little coalition. And man, uh, it has been great and edified. It, it formulated over controversy, and man, it is just stuck together. Absolutely, you I know? love it. I love it. And there's some other, there's some ancillary bat family members as well. Right. Some yeah. Others that, that, but yes, that's we we've been holding each other accountable. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this video. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And the such like that. I mean, I remember when we were all talking about the Beyonce video together. Yeah, yeah. And before we ever dropped, before we did anything on it, yes. you know, we talked about the pastor weed, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so we we've done. It, it's it's nearly every. We talked about this video, 
you know, we the, talked the, about this video, you know, yeah. and I told you guys my plans and you guys were like, Hey man, go for it. And man, you know, one of my goals, uh, because I, I think I have the largest sub has is to bring people that I really like. I like their content, give them notoriety. So, Hey, hopefully you get a few subs today just from yeah, coming well, on here, you know, I, and I, I want to bring, I want to, I want to, I want to give sound doctrine. Right. And one of the things I appreciate Susie Q mentioned, uh, she just uh, became a, a YouTube member and I was like, you know, thank you, sis. And one of her statements was that really stuck out to me. She says she wants to support sound theological works, right? Amen. People who are yes, doing yes. sound theology. And obviously for one person, it might be not be subscribed or, uh, you know, becoming a member. That That's totally fine. But Absolutely. subscribe, like the video, watch the video, support, because there's so much bad doctrine. Bro, uh, Mike Todd literally gets millions of views. People listen to that garbage, like a he million views in a crib. I remember texting you like, wait, this dude is sitting in a crib, literally like, in a crib, MTV cribs, even, like literally <laughs> sitting in a crib. Uh, yes. Like why? Grace that, and peace, Mary. She just question. sent the super chat. Grace and peace. Yes, Keep it up, Mary. brother. Great. Yeah. And so, and I, so I encourage people who, who are, who are, you know, they may never came up and do a video, but support people who do. And it doesn't have to be financial. Like, don't think I'm asking for money. I don't. I, one of the things I don't want to do is become the Marcus Rogers of reform theology. Right. Where I'm yeah. constantly asking for money. I don't I don't want to do that. But what I t encourage people to do is to watch. And, and and I try to be interactive like this is not a just uh, a show for K-Dub getting the shine. I hope people don't see that. Oftentimes I put people's comments because I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Good, good comment, you know, oh, or they're thinking they're tracking me before I even get there. And so I like to get input. And this is an interactive podcast, right? It's not just me talking, but um, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Great. Someone said, don't forget the wrecking ball. I forgot all about that. <laughs> like, okay. I was literally thinking we should do like yeah, yeah. 15 exam, 15 things you might see if you go to. Oh. And well, I'm not even I'm not even yeah. going to do this, but last yesterday's or yesterday's sermon. Come on, with, yes. With homeboy. Yes. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. I got to show them because they don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> hold on. Wow. They have no clue what goes on at Mike Todd's church that I subject myself to. I would want. I would love to see like where do they keep all their props? Like they have to have a prop garage. They got a building, bro. Like, like, a, like, like where do they put them? Like, is it like a is it like a storeroom in the building? Is it is it a whole building just for their props? Like I would love to see like all right, y'all. Y'all y'all look at this up. man. Y'all look at this man. They are not ready for this. Look at this man. What is he doing on this ladder? And I, I don't want to I know we talked a little bit about it. I'm not gonna say what I really think, but yeah. this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What what is he doing on a ladder? Come on, people. What is going on here? Hey, who mans is this? Who man is this? Oh, who mans is this? Yeah. Yeah, but guys, I watched the bad sermons, so you don't have to. Wow. Hey, but you you watch bad sermons, right? I mean, you yeah, you've been yeah, doing absolutely. stuff on Andy Andy No Bible Stanley. Oh my gosh, Andy Stanley. So I'm actually thinking about The only Stanley I recognize is the Stanley from Friday. But go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was actually considering, because, you know, a lot of people push back about Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley has completely unhitched himself from the scriptures. And what I believe he's, this is what I believe he's doing. He's, he basically preaches from his books. So he's, he's um, written a book called In It Not to Win It, Should Christians Be Involved in Politics? And he's been writing that thing for about a year. And I really think that that's, that's a book that he preaches from. I think that's really his yeah. angle. You know, there's a, si- there's a similarity between oh. Mike Todd yeah. and Andy Snaley. You're making a great point. I know exactly they, where you're going with that. They, they both are not rooted in scripture. They're not. And they, they, and they elevate their teaching because, you know, Michael Todd, he'll, he'll always talk about how that one sermon, what was it called? Relationship goals. You know Relationship what? Goals. Hey, that's the one that here's my plan. Called. I'm going to, I think I'm going to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it. I'm you going to do a case of Waterloo just for that alone, bro. You don't need. You I think because let, let me explain everybody else because they may not know what we're talking about. Relationship goals with a sermon that really gave him the popularity. He's talked about it multiple times. Multiple times. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't mention it in this sermon. Um, he always refers back to relationship goals as what gave him the popularity. So I think I'm going to watch it and yeah, y'all pray I, for me. That's all I'm going to say. So you, you I wanna... was thinking about doing the same thing with Andy. I was thinking about taking one of his, because a lot of people push back and say, well, you have to listen to the whole sermon, the whole series. I'm sorry, the whole yeah. series. And it's usually like three or five sermons. Yeah. And like, man, that's hey, like, it's like, better than Mike Todd, though. He has like 16 sermons in Easily, a series. Because this is 14. Yeah. Like this one is episode 14 of a series, like 14 sermons. And not, so, go ahead. I'm going to watch Relationship Goals and uh, the first Crazy Faith sermon. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all pray for me, man. Y'all pray for so me. Like, you, you, funny thing, you know, Andy Stanley follows me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, then I'm gonna definitely be. I mess. I him. messaged him once, and he kind of seemed annoyed that I even asked him a question. But oh, <laughs> so I didn't. He was just like, listen to my sermon. It was like oh, real short. They love that. See, yeah. that's a, that's their. I did. Up. That's why I got. That's why I'm asking you a question. <laughs> you know. So, like, when my pastor preached through the Book of Acts, I want to say it was better than. 35 sermons so that would make sense but right. michael todd they're not preaching, through, preaching a through a book like yeah. he's literally just hopscotching through the bible you know comes yeah. up with just oh this is episode 15 episode well, uh 19. my former pastor he when he was still there he preached through the book of hebrews yeah it took like four years easily yeah. <laughs> but it's like you say it, it wasn't just topical like yeah uh life coaching messages it's therapeutic deism. Yeah, therapeutic moral therapeutic moral, deism. That's yes, right. Yes. But it's like sermons through the word of God. You can get look, you can you can give them a word of God or that you can get a word from you. Yeah, and guess what? They don't need a word from me at all. Oh yeah, I, I don't I don't want it. I don't Mm-mm. you know. And, and 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 that's why I'm I'm very thankful about, you know, people who subscribe to this channel, people who subscribe to your channel. Bro, they're not going to tolerate that mess. If we came up here juggling, right, a whole show <laughs> where we're claiming to give the word of God and we're just juggling, people would be yeah. like, Kate up. I would get emails. I would sure. get comments like, what are, you, what are you doing, bro? Well, I know three people in here that would text me. I yeah. can see them already. So I know three people that would have texted me if I was a Matter of fact, my wife would come through the door. Well, there's that too. And be like, <laughs> stop this nonsense. <laughs> good Tanya good she would be like oh, she, hold on I, I, I gotta play St. Westbrook for that she'd be like what, what? 
what are you, Bro, what are you, what are you talking, what are you talking about, about? You know, like th- that's what would happen in my own home. <laughs> but you know what? We, we, we've cultivated an audience a, that who cares yes. about scripture and not yes. just an audience of entertainment. Right. Um, Cause you, you can, bro, we could easily get more subs. Yeah. By inter- it, being entertaining. We yeah. Can, and I'm, now let, let me also just, let me also add this case up. You are entertaining. My friend. <laughs> but I, I mean, you, I mean, it's fine. You have a good time, but yeah. I think it's not entertainment at the expense of God's word. That's right. It's God's word. With a little bit of K Dub's personality, That's a little right. bit of your flair in there. That's right. Um, I mean, because I'm still a little bit bitter about your uh, your sound effects. I've, I've been sitting here processing. <laughs> Every time I tell somebody something, like, the only thing I'm mad about is I can't get my sound effects to act like K Dub. Oh so, man, it's funny. It's a little, that that is that. Of, uh, that's an actual great distinction that I should have said that it's not just his personality. It's it's not even the using a prop, although I'm not a big fan of him. It's the props are the actual center stage. Right, right. It's you don't know what the Bible says by the time you get done with the analogy. But you do know about a bed, a mannequin, the cookies he was throwing out. Like what was the sermon about? What did God's word say? Like and when I when I came to reform theology, I tell people all the time, I was just overwhelmed with the fact that I could go to work and tell people. This is what the Bible said and actually share, and, you know, my pastor preached this and share the, with them from the Bible and not say, well, this is what my pastor preached about his trip to Disney World, how his wife snores, right. his kid threw up <laughs> on a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Jesus saves. Right. Like, right. Nothing crazy you, like that. But you got to throw it in. Right. You got to throw Jesus in there. Somehow. The I mean. <laughs> okay. Kata, what do you think? Again, I don't think it would happen. But what do you think Michael Todd would be like if he actually preached a faithful, biblical sermon? You know, that that's a good question because someone was making the point. He's actually a gifted communicator. He he speaks, he's meaning he can keep your attention. No, no problem. Now, no now problem. is that because of the props or is that because him actually I, I don't know, you know? But I don't think so. Yeah. Let me, let me hear. Let me give you an example. Okay. Jamal Bryant. I got lots of issues with Jamal Bryant. Absolutely. An, a, a long list of issues with Jamal Bryant. However, Jamal Bryant is a master wordsmith. He can use the language out of this world. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm, I'm now, and he doesn't use any props. I've never seen him. <laughs> now, yeah. He's just a false teacher. <laughs> he's a false teacher. Right. But, Good old so, fashioned one. <laughs> right, he's an old school false teacher. Right. But I will say that Jamal Bryant is a is is skilled at communication, hands down. So right. that being the case, now if he ever preached a faithful sermon, I haven't heard one yet. Hey, someone but, made the comment. How would you even take notes in this dumpster fire? <laughs> yeah like um, what is like you draw a bed it's like you got to do picture book notes like right. i gotta imagine that's how that's it looks great, that's a great <laughs> point like it would have to be a comic book it would have to be a whole bunch of picture graphs because yeah. it would be sentences and, and it would be you know beds and crib uh, cookies and cribs and all that guy that's a great point yeah but how yeah, might okay so let me tell you what would happen if mike todd preached faithfully the preached the text right let's say he gave an expository message on sin and the gospel he would okay. lose at least half the congregation. Let's just let's get that out of the way. Right? Right. Uh so that would happen. 
He going to debt. I mean, see, that's the thing. If you build a church on a bad foundation, man, it, it can actually have some dire consequences. Oh, yeah. Some terrible ones. I mean, they, they'd have to sell that building probably in the first week. I, well, you know I, what, Mike Todd, here, here, here is a request. I will come to your church and do it for you. Now, I've sent out a lot of requests to people. I, know, and yeah. I haven't been offered up once, you know. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, someone said I need to get the sound effect of Mike Todd saying, Nuck if you buck. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. That was in the Garden of Eden sermon. That was so feminine, the way he did but, it and uh, said it. Um, Jamal Bryan has done that, too. Yeah. I've heard that one. I've heard, I've heard some really terrible ones. But uh, no, I think that's a that's a great point. I don't think if he preached, like, for example, if he preached next week a completely faithful biblical sermon, I don't think the church would disappear next week because in the following week, he's going back to the props. Right. But if he did it like, yeah, consistently, like for a whole year. Oh, it would be a wrap. It's funny. It so uh, Susie Key says, notes for this sermon. It's you got the bed emoji, baby emoji, and bottle emoji. <laughs> That's all. Someone, someone says, text me the sermon and what it was about. She, they sent those emojis. <laughs> that would be hilarious and true. Like, but you got to add this. Uh, you got to add that one too. You got to remember that one. You know, but for those in the Transformation Church, they would be like, oh, I get it. I know what the sermon about. But we would be like. Like what? Hieroglyphics. Yeah, like, like I have no clue what, it? what it was about. <laughs> so, so, so like, wild, man. And and like in in the point that you made, I was we were driving from the school, and you said like the fact that he blamed Samson's mom and dad for Samson's sin was like, it, bro. Are you kidding me? It's funny. Me and my wife have been have been talking a lot about forgiveness lately, and yeah. isn't that the root? Of like the sinner's heart, they always want to blame someone for what I mean, right? In a, in a marriage, right? This can happen, right? Or it, anybody, right? Where oh, sure. I only did this because I only got mad because you did this. Yes, you did this, yes, yes. I yes. wouldn't have did this if you. And it's like the very point. He, that's why I say. I mean, this is a serious point here. That from a practical standpoint, from a pastoral uh, standpoint. I can imagine being in a, a, a room where Mike Todd is giving pastoral counseling. That is a terrible thought. That's like, a horrible thought. Like they're up there being serious, like yeah. almost on the verge of adultery. Uh, I mean, you know, divorce. And he's up there with props. I mean, what does he do the props in the pastoral counseling as well? Gosh. Like what a horrible thought. What a horrible thought. Like, what does he do to sit down with a man that's about to, or maybe, oh, God forbid, a man that did, that did violate his marriage vows, and he's trying to get his marriage right. He's truly, truly broken. Knock if it. you buck. That's all we hear, just the whole marriage counseling. <laughs> and you know what? When, the way you said that, I actually think I do remember him saying that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so that's how he said it. I'm sorry I had to do that, again. but don't think less of me. Everybody, please do not do that again. I will not. But, uh, no, that's a great question. Like, what does he do with somebody that has real bona fide issues? Does he bring out props? Does he bring out analogies? How is he scripturally discipling the guy that's standing on the ladder in the video that you pointed out earlier? Like, how do you do with that? How does he how does he do that? Yeah, that I I, I can't imagine him having like any like real accountability. Like, oh no, I I I think that's a great question 
And I don't think there is. Like, he's the superstar of the church. I mean, you can't correct the superstar. I mean. No. There is know. no. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, the, the purpose driven church that I used to attend, I want to say it was on Tuesdays. The whole staff would get up, get together and kind of discuss the sermon and what happened during the weekend. Because we used to have, like, a Saturday and uh, one Saturday sermon and three Sunday sermons. Mm -hmm. And I think they used to get together on Tuesday to kind of debrief. I can't imagine him sitting down and them actually saying, hey, bro, you know that whole bed thing? I know we kind of green-lighted it, but that was bad. I can't imagine that happening. I can't imagine him being told that, you know, an analogy or a prop was inappropriate or you covering yourself in all those treats and stuff. Yeah, that was kind of like a bad look. I can't imagine that. No, no. Uh, even talking about the cookies. I mean, they, oh they approved all that, I'm sure. Which, yeah, which like you know, because, you know, I get a lot of people, oh, you're just hating, you're, you're clout chasing, right? That's the common critique I'll get from oh, people man. who, uh, who um, you know, disagree with what I'm doing. But it's, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned, like in my conscience, in my heart or hearts, I'm genuinely concerned about the state of evangelicalism, right? To where oh, yeah. this, Mike Todd gets on a bed with the mannequin cookies and a baby crib, and that's passed off as good preaching. No, that's passed off as Christian. So Good Hebrew point. Israelite, um, nation it. of Islam, they will see uh, uh, stupid uh, Andrew Tate. They see this kind of stuff getting passed off as Christian, and they say, oh, we don't want nothing to do with Christian. We want to go over here and wear purple with fringes right. and be newspaper boys at the intersections and talk dumb stuff with my shirt off, and that's masculine. Because right. y'all over here um, wearing pink, climbing up ladders, and laying in the bed in church. So they do see that and they're like, I don't want nothing to do with that. Insane, insane, you know? I just did a review on Andrew Tate and his quote unquote conversion to Islam. And right. his reason for turning away from allegedly, he professed that he was a Christian. I'm like, bro, I ain't never seen you do anything Christian. Right. But you know what turned my, um, Andrew Tate away from the Christian faith? What's that? Pastoral drag hours in these churches that were doing pastors dressing up in drag right and he was like if this is what christianity is about i don't want to be a part of it i'm like i hate yes. to say it but i understand why you okay yeah that's that's right. a bad look right he was saying not enough christians were upset about the you know whatever the church was that was doing this drag hour thing and i'm like i, I can't be mad at him here's a question a here's a question that i would like to ask mike todd and his staff what prop is too far I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Here's why I shudder to think. I here's, think. here's why I asked the question because it's not rooted in God's word. So if you just have liberty to use props, who's to say what the standard is because you don't have scripture to tell you what's an appropriate prop or not. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Things we would want to we know. All, we all are like, Oh my goodness. Like, I know because you know, the, you know what? The floor. I never thought I would see the bed sermon. Not yeah, because I used to joke like, man, thankfully he ain't talking about sexual morality, and and now he does. Now I don't have that argument anymore. Well, he just won't call it sexual morality. He won't call it sin. Like, like I've never heard him use the word sin. God's no, holiness. Okay. Are you are deep down in the back of your mind? Are you afraid that he's going to do some kind of um, adults only to this sermon? I I hope he was kidding. I I will. I will probably assume it was a joke. 
But my goodness, if we'll get the adult version. Now, I don't see that even that's complicated because what does that mean? The adult version. Because right. what, yeah, what does that mean? The, uh, what, what, no, I'm sorry. What do you call it? The uncensored. I'm sorry. He said. Uncensored. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. The, unc- right. the, 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 the rated R like something like yes, the non PG and right. after hour transformation after dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what in the world? Like, why are we talking about this for a Christian? Like, exactly. Why, why do we have to convince Christians to not behave like this? I can understand. And you made a great point. I can understand te- dealing with children. And somebody mentioned it somewhere in the in the crate in the the chat that he teaches like they're they're three year olds. That's right. And so yeah, I understand you would have to teach a three year old not to stick their finger in the light socket and you know not to do those kind of things. I totally understand it. Adults don't need that. They shouldn't at least. Yeah. And if they do, sir, that's your fault. If if your right. congregation needs this kind of teaching in order to understand God. That's on you. I, I don't like preaching that needs an applause or clap or amen after every two sentences. And like you can tell he waits for that. Oh, see, y'all oh, don't yeah. hear me. You know, and if you get they get the ins- they get the insult if they don't respond properly. So now they that's the cue to, oh, you got a man now. Right. I, 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 grew, I grew up in churches like that. And, and it, obviously I was a kid, so I wasn't really saying anything. But it's frustrating now to hear it because back in the day, I. When I was a kid, I didn't know no better. I thought that was good preaching because they were yelling. Oh my gosh! I now I think, too. what an annoyance! What is this? Yeah, <laughs> like why are you yelling at me? You know, like just preach the Bible. You, you know, a, a, a man who, and and I and I'm all for like different styles of homiletics. I'm, that's not to say that oh. I do, I mean one of my favorite preachers, preachers wise, is Steve Lawson, and that brother can preach. I mean, I. I feel like he's one of the more gifted preachers and he's, he's very passionate and fiery. Oh, oh. HB Charles. H. Wait, H. hold Charles. on. Wait a second. Cheeseburger went to five guys. They said they're back. Oh man. We're waiting. Cause I'm about to go take my kids to the Christmas party. You know what? So at, we're waiting for you. Cheese. Come at least, at least cheeseburger has decent burger taste. Burger taste, absolutely. There you I go. will give you that. Your theology's, you know, questionable, questionable. <laughs> but <laughs> at least look, I will give you props where props is due. There you go. You my, know, and I don't know. My kids know I hate multiple um, exclamation points. So, like, yeah. my big girl would be like, "I hate all caps. Not, I hate all caps. Uh, I, hate I hate all caps unless it's like, oh, you're trying to communicate something." Nah, I don't like it. You, you can, you can, you can. No, you don't have to do that. And you definitely don't need to use more than one exclamation point or question mark. That's hey, just me. at all things theology, you learn more than the Bible. You learn proper grammar. Well, there you go. There you go. At least proper etiquette. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. Jeez, it's okay if you if you went to five guys. Hey, we ain't got no no problem. We, we if you don't mind, jumping on would probably be the best. But come on. I I, I wait. Hold. On. Let me let me drop this link again. You drop the link one more time. You drop it one more time, cheeseburger. I just want to. I want to. I just want to have a combo real quick. Absolutely, because I'm and I'm gonna jump out. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be a tag. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jump out. Cheese jumps on. Jay Witt jumps out. Gets these kids ready this for this Christmas party. Because yeah. I don't think I got the gifts wrapped yet. My wife is gonna have to fit. Oh man, wrap the gifts. Yeah, yeah. But um, you gotta have them gifts wrapped. The gift wrap. I mean, cup really. to the gift wrap. I'm not gonna even show y'all. I'm not gonna even show y'all. Man. Look, see, yeah, that's the problem. That's a whole sermon I could make. Cuffed to the gift wrap. 
I missed that. You said it. I totally missed <laughs> you it. Totally, and now it, I'm mad at you. It totally you went past it. you. So I had to it tell did. you twice because I knew you missed it. <laughs> but I, no, you're right, man. Cuff to but the gift rack. Okay. The the whole notion, like Mike Todd's sermons are not um they're they're not, for lack of a better term, they're not classics. They're not gonna be things that, that last past the the euphemism of cuffing. Once that thing goes out of the lexicon it, of the kids, it's gonna be useless. That's a great that that is a great point. Once Relationship the culture goals, that's not gonna shifts. Make sense. Once yeah. the culture shifts, his sermon's useless. Yeah. So crazy faith. Like that's gonna be once crazy becomes a negative again. Right. Like when he when he use when crazy becomes a pejorative, that whole sermon's gonna go out the go out the window. Like it's useless. And I'm sure he's done this multiple times. They're just very hashtaggy, if you right. will. They're very yeah. they're trendy, trendy. now. They're they're TikTok y. Right. But once TikTok gets banned again, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I, I hope TikTok gets banned. I don't have a TikTok. People tell me all the time, get on TikTok. You would go viral there. I look, I don't have the patience for TikTok. There's a reason why China don't want it. If look, wait, or or China China kind of you know suppresses a lot of the stuff. So so I was doing research. Like Chinese TikTok is not what we have here. Oh no, it's like educational videos. Right, it's educational up to like 15. So if you're 15 years old. You're only getting educational videos, and then after that, you get crazy. But even their crazy is nothing like ours. Look, so what they I say, I'm going to propose this. So let's say you have to put like, like Christian, and uh, you know your age on there. You only get John MacArthur sermons or like (laughs) Vody Bakum sermons in your TikTok feed. No Mike Todd. Mike Todd's influence on there is so it's. So bad, it's not even funny. He gets like 43 videos for our views, a video. <laughs> it's only, you only get sound theological workings. I love it. Now that. I'm taking over. I'm buying TikTok. I'm about to be the Elon Musk of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we are about to start uncovering stuff. <laughs> now that right there would be crazy. because Wouldn't that be wild? See, that's why. See, but hey, I'm about to do a little shameless plug. That's why you have to support sound theological works. Boom. Amen. So Amen. we can buy TikTok and turn it around for the glory of God. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, at the beginning now, Chris, at the beginning, I know we're shifting gears. We're all over the place. Yeah, I know. We're waiting for um cheeseburger to get get their hair done or whatever, get ready to jump on. <laughs> at the beginning, your your camera angle angle was different. Did you change it? Did I miss something? I did. Okay. You got multiple cameras. What you got? See it see this it, it that one keeps freezing on me. Oh God! So I'm gonna have gotcha. to I'm gonna get back in the lab, work things out, and figure it out. But uh, I got you. Okay. Now I was like, because I, I remember I was like, man, that's a wide angle. Like it gave the yeah, whole yeah. house. Yeah, it's, I uh, I, I, I'm I, I'm I'm work. I told I told y'all I was working on some stuff. You know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, hold on, hold on. You know, I I think I got something for uh. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, where did it go? I'm trying to get something in, 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 um, what's it called? Mike Todd related. Oh my gosh. So you got to put on pink. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get something Mike Todd related. Let's so, see. So, okay. <laughs> that one is hilarious. Uh, okay. So you mentioned something that I think we could consider as well. 
you mentioned that he talks a, a lot about food analogies and snacks. Do you remember that? I did. I think, because Michael Todd has mentioned, <laughs> did, did anybody see that video of him and his wife on vacation? They were talking about Nair. Oh. He's all shirtless. Remember that? Th yeah, that was terrible. I, I, and he was I'm not even going to review it. It's that bad. Yeah, that was that was inappropriate. Hi, highly inappropriate. Yes, it but was. But he mentioned in there about his his um him losing weight and working out and to to, to get this dude that went childish on us. Truly childish. <laughs> I should have did the whole video like this. <laughs> Since we talking about babies. I should have did the baby, the baby look. That was that would have been good. Or I could have came in there like this. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Kanye oh. West, man. There you go. Go West yeah, on him. Yeah, young West. That's not a good look right now, but you know, you you, no. you know, pass the uh, praise the Lord is back. Pass the praise the Lord. Make make yeah, his yeah. Uh, appearance. Bring him, bring him. He here. He here in the flesh. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I need a Mike Todd filter. You do. So is that something that that you can load into Snapchat? No, or is it already in Snapchat. I don't. Yeah, if it ain't in there, I can't do it. So gotcha, let gotcha, me let gotcha. me see. I doubt they have Mike Todd. That would be insane if they did. Ooh, no, nah, they don't have him. Oh wait, hold on. Oh wait, no, that's not him. Oh man, we got a. I love you. I forgive y'all, and see you soon. Just. Okay, thanks. What do they Jeez, mean? Thanks. See you soon. Hold on. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, hey, hey, hold on. Where, where's he at? <laughs> I was kind of scared now. now. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't. Hey, uh, I'm kind of nervous. Hey, tell my wife, grab the gun. Yeah, the, uh, I always tell them like, hey, man, you're welcome to go ahead. Being the fact that you just joined Facebook, I'm sorry, YouTube, two days ago, I'm gonna go with it being here. Oh, Maybe oh, they did. Chill. Yeah, they just joined oh, okay. it two they're, days they're, ago. They're they're a bot. Yeah, they're a bot or somebody else. So it's whatever. But anyway, you know, it's it's all good. It is all good in the hood. Oh my gosh! Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> oh, oh. Man. this this is a you know I should have did the video like this. Hold on, I don't know if it that would have been insane. Do you see the video? Right. Do you see it? Yes. <laughs> ah, look, look. <laughs> if you could have done that, man, I'm telling you, if you could load filters into Snapchat. This is this is Mike Todd's theology. That's what it should do. <laughs> Pastor E in the building. What's up, man? What's up? Yo. Yo, what's up, <laughs> man? Grouch theology. Oscar the Grouch theology. Hey, look. So now we just cutting up having fun now, you know. Yeah, we, we we're making no sense at all. Cheeseburger then stood us up, so it's not yeah, coming through. Cheeseburger stood me up, so it's all good. It's messed up, man. That's messed all the way up. It's all good. I mean, hey, I, I'm not. In, I don't. I don't think I'm intimidating. I think you're, you're easy going, man. I, I say, hey, I, I wasn't intimidated. I said, I'm gonna jump on over here, and holler at you. Yeah, K Dub like the Grouch. I love it, Willie Doc. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes, indeed. See, we have fun around here, man. Absolutely, man. You know? We, we 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 like look we we get serious when it's serious time but hey dude you look good with that you look good bald <laughs> i'm kind of scared to go bald <laughs> hey guess what that day is coming it is coming 
Well, you know, people argue like, is your dad bald? Is your granddad bald? Um, I'm the first one in my family to go bald. So Wow. You just broke a family tradition. Right. Well, one, because I, uh, cause I've been shaving. That's what I get. So Cheeseburger wants to share their testimony. Where will you be sharing your testimony, Cheeseburger? We would love to hear it. Where I seen Jesus and his prophet. Oh, oh my. And this, well, uh, where, where will you be sharing this? Because we would love to. I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous like this. I, I'm interested. I know the cheeseburgers using a whole bunch of exclamation points. You know, it's already making my eye twitch. Just spamming like, the chat just for like, no reason. Spamming the exclamation points. We should maybe drop them and just say, hey, like, you know, I will. Soon I will share my testimony where I seen Jesus and this prophet. Stop the cat. <laughs> Y'all need to repent and ask God if you're wrong and see that I've been right. Okay. That's what every that you, false everybody says that. Can I now quickly jump in? Jump in. I would I will gladly. Oh wait, they're jump they're out asking to come in? Oh that's what I'm assuming. Jeez, right. this has been K dub is wide open. Drop that link again. Get up in here. Yeah. And I will gladly get out of the way. I'm just here. Just for hey, laughs and giggles. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember this, but Dude, this che- cheeseburger <laughs> cheeseburger reminds me of uh, my little friend Isaiah. You remember Isaiah? Do you remember Isaiah? No. Who's See, Isaiah? hold on, wait a second. Chat. Do y'all remember Isaiah? Isaiah was my little false prophet friend. I was trying to disciple. Remember, and his mom. He said God told him his mom was going to get healed. Oh my gosh! On a specific okay. on a specific day, and we. I called him and asked, and he came on the show. And we talked about it, and he said, and it never happened. And he blocked me. Oh, you don't remember? You don't? You don't remember? I don't remember this? No. I'm Hold sorry. on, wait. I gotta find that video. Well, cheeseburger. I'm not gonna play look, it, but nobody's gonna look. Come on up in here. Hold on, I'm, I gotta ask the chat, dude. Chat, do y'all remember uh, my false prophet friend? I don't remember. I'm sorry, man. I'm not sure if Mary is saying yes said. to me. Susie says, I'm assuming Mary and Susie are saying yes okay. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, yeah, that was so, yeah, it was so sad. Because, man, I, I really like that guy. I really liked him, but I haven't talked to him since because he blocked me. Oh. Yeah, some Lady J says, I remember. Man, see, a lot of people remember. Hold on, let me, uh, I can't remember you, you, uh, hold on. I can't remember you don't remember him. Uh. Maybe you were first. Hi, everyone. Yeah. My name is no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. See, Susie's right. Susie's right. She says, yeah, uh, his mom was. The, yeah, he was his mom's caretaker. She was in a wheelchair. Yep. Yep. So I um, cheeseburger instead of writing out your testimony in the chat, which is not going to be just click. The link. Yeah, just click the link and jump in because you're using too many exclamation points. It's going to cause people's eyes to you know go crazy. Hold and by on. people, I, mean I got to I got to I got to find this guy. Hold on. I got to show you him, oh man, because, man, how long ago was that? Uh, I don't know. Susie, Susie, Susie is remembers. Yeah, she does. He's my scribe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, that that had, I felt like it was this year still. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yes, it was this year. See, I got to put this in the, uh, the, the, our, my uh, video, 20, my end of the year thing, you know? This was crazy. I this was nine months ago. 
Really? Yeah. Hold on. So yeah, cheeseburger reminds me of uh, Isaiah. Hold on, I'm gonna share my well, cheeseburger. Is nice reminds you of an empty uh, McDonald's takeout box because well, I just uh, I just dropped them in the quiet bin for a while. Yeah, yeah. Susie well. said uh, ten ten or so months back. Yep. So, so so I don't know. Can you see my Can you see my uh, share screen? I don't know if you can. I cannot. Okay. Well, however. Yeah, on my uh, I'm out. it should be now, but uh, yeah, this was Isaiah, uh, and we had a conversation on uh, prophecy, dreams, and visions, and he shared his whole story, and I wasn't, you know, trying to refute him. I was mainly just listening, and it was a pretty wild story. Um, pretty wild story. If you if you ever have any, if anybody has three hours worth of time, that wow. video is crazy. Nevertheless, I'll ruin the uh, you know surprise. But Spoiler alert. his right. prophecy didn't he he made a prophecy stating his mother would get healed, and it didn't happen. And then when I asked him about it, he was like, "Oh, oh, I, I got the prophecy wrong. It's actually in two days." Okay, so I was like, "I'll wait," even though you still was a false prophecy. But I waited. Nevertheless, it didn't come true. He blocked oh. me. I haven't talked to him since. Do you know what whatever happened to his mother? I have no clue. Oh, wow. See, and this is why, you know, we make a big deal out of this stuff because false prophecy is sad, right? Like Oh, most certainly. It's it's uh it, it leads to bad practice. It leads to bad practice. It it can lead somebody to despair cuz I mean like, well, despair. God is going to come what did I not do? Like, God, why, why am I not? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I gave the tithes. I went and washed the pastor's car. I, <laughs> I cut the church's lawn. Why am I not good enough? Why are you and, not? And he oh, told me, and he told me if I be faithful in the little, he'll give me a Mercedes Benz. And I never got my Mercedes Benz. Now so, I just found out I have cancer and gonna not going to live to next week. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And that, Word that of faith theology was, doesn't get you, get you through it. Nope. It actually gives you more that you got to do. Like, well, maybe if you do this. Now you got to give more. I got to give more. I got to cut more lawns. I got to shake more babies and kiss mm -hmm. more hands and do whatever okay. in order to get, you know, to make the prophecy come together, which you don't see anything like that in scripture That's that right. supports that. Let's hit 100 likes. Okay. How many likes we got? Come on, 93. man. Come on, can man. Get... Just... It's free. Come on. It's free. It ain't going to hurt you none. You know, but, um, no, a lot I agree. of like, these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want they, all the smoke. They are ducking the smoke on the likes. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, I said it. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna bully y'all into likes. <laughs> just no, kidding. don't do it. Don't do a Kevin Samuel. Like, stop right. and, yeah, and yeah. start playing annoying music in the middle of it <laughs> until I get all the likes. I love it. You, I, but, uh, I'm just thinking of like all the false prophecies that were shared in my life. You, I'm, I'm gonna name you some. I was told I would be a doctor. Yep. I ain't grad. I ain't graduate college. I did like a year and a half. I was told I was going to be a uh, mechanical engineer. Nice. Uh, I was going to okay. work with computers. Okay. I, I mean, technically that's true, but I, my my computer isn't like the main. They were saying I was like that was going to be my thing. Your main jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so they probably say, see, I told you I was right. See, but anyways, I've been prophesied so much stuff that's been false. I, I was told. Uh, I was going to uh, perform at a stadium, like a, a packed out 100,000 oh, wow. crowd stadium. Uh, 
I guess it's not too late. You know, I do got new music dropping, so Come it on, can man. happen, I guess. <laughs> but Come on. If, if you if you send a love offering to Dear Woke Christian, we can, you know, the the, the Lord will bless you. Yeah, that's right. That's stop. right. But uh, all, all the... All these false. I'm sure people in the chat could share their abuse stories. Oh gosh, maybe, yes. maybe one day we should just have a a abuse false, false prophecy, prophecy only video. Share only. your false prophecies. <laughs> have you have? I don't know if you grew up in that kind of stuff. Like, no i I became a a nominal Christian in a Church of God in Christ while I was in college, and yeah, absolutely, it okay. was. I I have the prophecies. But they were very general. They're extremely general. You yeah. know, the, the the new car, um, this person's going to be your wife and all that kind of stuff like that. It was very general, vague issue. It wasn't anything like I'm going to be a mechanical engineer or anything yeah. of that nature. It was extremely. But I have other friends who did, in fact, get those kind of prophecies and, you know, us going laying hands on cars and in a uh, um, car in the car lots and stuff like that, prophesying to the car and stuff, craziness. But. It was nothing of that. There was nothing that was trying to be pinpoint. It was very vague. The more specific you are, they are, the more dangerous it is for oh, them. Most certainly. Most certainly. Most certainly. <laughs> yeah. And so I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of uh, false prophecy. And I've seen fake healings. I've seen that, you know. All of that. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said they had a false healing from seizures. You know, there's 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 a... Um, oh my gosh, that's so there's an interesting case that, like, psychological thing that happens when... Um, you know, when someone goes up for their healing that mm-hmm. isn't talked about, you, they could, they don't follow up on their healings. You know, you, you oh, notice no. that, um, interesting in the Bible, if someone got healed, like you, you saw like for the rest of life, they were good. It, it often even describes like them the next day, you know, that person, I think mm-hmm. of the man at John nine, like they even went to his parents to like bully yes. him cause they knew he got healed. Right. You know, but Sometimes what happens is is a euphoric, um, like this person is so much in euphoria, right? They, it's like a placebo effect almost like, Oh, certainly. Oh, I had a bad back. And now it's like, it's a weird psychological thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My back back is healed. Now three days later, you back in bed. Right. Right. (laughs) But that often isn't talked about in a lot of these word of faith. And I've seen I've seen things like that up hand and close where someone got healed of their eyes and they still wear glasses to this day. You know, it's like, look, you know, we don't have to do all that, you know. But yeah. All right. Well, my friend, I'm going to get ready to bug out of here because they're ready to get scooting. But um, Cheeseburger is welcome to jump in. I would love to know if Cheeseburger jumps on. And uh, cheeseburger is a this this must be the cheeseburger off the dollar menu because this is selling me short. <laughs> this, this has got to be we need the Ruth's Chris cheeseburger. Come on, <laughs> look, because I like Chris. mine. My I like my look, I, I'm telling you how I like my burger. I like it medium well. I don't, medium look, well. you know, me I could do medium, medium well. It's like that's that good, or still like you can see the juices yeah, yeah, falling yeah. off. Uh, bacon, gotta have some almost, bacon on there, almost you know. Certainly. You know, some kind of sauce, barbecue, some little. Really? Yeah, I like a barbecue sauce on my burger, you know. But if it has that, a nice toasted bun. See, this is a bunless burger. I know it is. This is a bunless cheeseburger. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, this one right here. This this is a vegan. Matter of fact, it's probably not real. This This is not even meat. Right. Come on, cheeseburger. Be be a real burger. I can't. You know what? I can't even call this a burger. 
It's the vegan patty. Wow. It's a, what do they call those? Um, hey, I remember the first impossible, impossible burger. Right. <laughs> I remember the first time I had a medium well burger. Oh, I felt cheated and lied to. Yeah. Because the whole, my whole life I've had that thing well done ruining my throat thinking that was a good burger. Yes. I've done it. I've done it. Then I got converted. You know, see, when conversion happens, things in your life change. Change. Hold on a second. You know, I mean, <laughs> that was a perfect time for it. But man, dear old Christian, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Make sure y'all go and subscribe to Dear Will Christian if you're not. We had a good time here, man. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Thank you so much. Let me know when you hit uh, 115. Uh, text me so I can go ahead and order the uh, the uh, Waterloo, the case of Waterloo. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everybody, thank y'all so much. I catch y'all real soon. Yes. Peace. Great. Peace. What Take is care. Siri doing? Peace. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on the cheeseburger, but guess what? We're not we're not gonna wait all night because if you leave the cheeseburger out all night, it just hardens up and stiffens out, and we don't want that. And so. Um, Man, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I was supposed to drop the song at four. I'm going to actually drop it at five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, anyone who is serious. Remember the last guy that said he was going to cam up? He just <laughs> never came up. <laughs> what's up with these guys, man? What's, what's up with them, man? It's all good. But yeah, we're going to be dropping the song at five. Uh, make sure you watch. Make sure you like. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Um yeah, man, just trying to do some more stuff on the music uh, avenue. And so thank you guys for watching. Hold on, man. You guys, let's let's end it out on a good note. You know how we do it here at All Things Theology, man. To the next Let's time. Peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Hey, y'all, to the next time. Grace and peace.